Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Hey, Keish. I'm here, I'm here. How are you? Oh, no, good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Okay, so I'm going to bring over the YouTube side, so hold on, okay? Okay. Okay, hey you guys. Hey, hey, hey. Hope you having a wonderful Friday. Um, I don't know, Young and the Restless. At, at first I was excited about the whole Victor storyline. Now it's just getting real crazy. Yeah. It's 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 dry. It is dry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so yeah, we'll talk about it, but um we're going to also have Brie popping in, too. So she's hey. going to cover for Trish. Okay. Um, because Trish has got some stuff going on this weekend. So it's just going to be you, me, and Brie. So welcome, you guys, to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where Brie and Keisha and myself, Lady T, will be recapping both the young and the restless and the bold and the beautiful for the week of October 30th through November 3rd and we usually do the young and the restless first and then in the second half of the show we do the bold and the beautiful and then we have two segments at the end to flip the script segment uh, if there's a particular scene or storyline you wish you could change that's where we flip the script and then who's taking some seats somebody that just got on your nerves did something stupid we're going to tell them to go somewhere and they need to go sit down and take a minute to think about what they've done so that's how that goes. Also, too, as you come in, make sure you like the, you know, the, the live. It uh, lets YouTube know that, um, you know, that you guys are enjoying the content. Okay, so make sure you hit that like button. Also, if you're not subscribed, hit that subscribe button as well. Um, everything from spoilers to daily recaps of both shows all of that good stuff we do over here the uh november sweeps video is coming out i know i did a speculation video a couple days ago well the sweeps are out for the month of november and so i will uh, also do a video for both shows over the weekend so stay tuned for that all right all right girl you ready i am i i just want to give everybody else the same disclaimer that I gave you. I'm getting over being sick and I've got this really annoying dry cough. So every once in a while you might hear me coughing in the background, but when I, when it gets to those points where it's becoming like one of those annoying coughing spells, I'm going to drop off because um, we don't have the, the mute option. Yeah. You know what? App. 
I'm wondering, you know, because like when you go live on TikTok or some of these other places, you have a mute button. I know. I, I don't understand why they don't make yeah, that an option. It's crazy to me that you should be you shouldn't be able to do push the mute button when you're on um, Spotify for podcasters. So I don't know. Right. Maybe I'm what's up oh, there's Bree. Hey Bree. Hey ladies, hey, everybody. Everybody. how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. It had me uh, spinning there for a second, so I'm glad to join you guys. Happy Friday, everybody. All right. So I already did the intro. Uh-oh. Oh, that's Keish. She must have had a coughing spell coming on. Because she said she's just been getting, she got over being sick. I guess she had way too much fun in Florida. But, Ooh. Uh, yeah, and so she has these coughing spells. So um, she said if it gets too bad, she'll just drop off and come back in. That's no problem. We'll hold it down for her. Yeah, we'll get it going. We'll get it going. All right, so we're going to start with the young and the restless. We were talking about how, are you getting tired of this whole thing with um, Victor playing his kids with this thing? Um, Almost 20 years now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, and, I'm over it. And the thing is, I wish there would be like some new material because it's, well, I know we'll get into it, but it's like, what more do your kids have to prove if you don't trust them? Just get this higher people outside of your family. But exactly. I digress. Yeah, girl. Okay, let's go ahead. I'm going to do the summary for this week and then we'll break down the storyline. So, Ashley confronts Tucker. Kyle agreed to betray his family. Nate realized Mamie is working for Tucker. Jack insults Billy and Mamie ends her partnership with Tucker while Nate tips his cousins off about them. Victor tells Nate he'll fire Victoria and Adam for plotting against him. Billy confronts Kyle and Chelsea returns. Christine has a flashback of love, heartbreak, and regret, and Danny considers what might be in a tribute for Laura Lee Bell, and then, let's see, so, okay, Billy's suspicions are raised about Kyle when Kyle drops out of his fight for Jabot, and Tucker gives Kyle an assignment after a bitter battle with Ashley. So, we only really have what two two and a half storylines this week so that half storyline is the whole thing with Mamie and finding that Tucker and her were working together and the rest is either Abbott's or Newman's that's pretty much how it goes okay <laughs> all right so let's get the half a storyline out this way what did you think about which you know it what did you think about how um, Mamie found out about Tucker treating the Abbott family? I mean, was Mamie that far off the grid not to know how Tucker moves? Um, that was my question, but I guess it kind of makes sense since he's been pretty much off the grid of, of Genoa City that maybe she really hadn't, you know, had too much interaction with him. Um, like maybe she knew of him and like, Hey, like it was a good opportunity. And plus he was already related to Devon. So she thought maybe it might be, you know, something mutual. And then she had to come to realization that Tucker is this, I don't want to say an evil person. He is just himself. 
and his goal was just not her goal. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just it, it it was like at first I'm like, why would she join up with this guy? She she should know how he is and. But then when Ashley had the sit-down conversation about, oh, my God, he's been terrorizing the family and what happened in Paris, and he said this to me, and she was literally shocked and was like, I'm done with Tucker. I'm like, didn't you know how he was? I guess I I kind of took it as I, I assume Mamie knew, like, basically the foundational knowledge. <laughs> I'm sorry the foundational knowledge of Tucker's behavior where, you know, he's a cutthroat businessman. Mm-hmm. But the the story that Ashley was telling her basically about how their relationship fell apart made him sound more like an abuser than not than just a Yeah, that's than true. just a tough business guy. So I I thought maybe that's why um Mamie had you, the reaction that she did. Okay, so you think that was what triggered her to pretty much cut Tucker off, you know, with the, you know, with what Ashley described and what happened in yeah. Paris, how he frightened her. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That's what I was thinking. Gotcha. Look, Delmonica said Mamie knew what Tucker was in for himself. She ignored the signs. <laughs> yeah. I I think she, she ignored what we all know of Tucker as far mm-hmm. as his business dealings. And then when Ashley brought up what she did to, to her, it was kind of like a, oof! I can't, I can't continue to ignore the the other stuff if he's, if he's this way towards the woman that he loves. As far as him terrifying her. Yeah, even Jenna was like, Jenna said, Mamie just didn't fall off of a load of pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, usually in the business world, you know who is who's who pretty mm-hmm. much. And the way they describe Mamie as being this person that run all these businesses and own this and own that. But for whatever reason, I guess because it hit home, it was so personal to talk to Ashley, I should say. You know, because she really, really, you know, she looked out for, for the Abbots. And then, of course, with Ashley describing, you know, what happened. But let me, let, can we backtrack just a little bit? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to excuse Tucker for the rage. We've seen the rage, right? Mm-hmm. But for a while, I mean, Ashley was using Tucker to stick it mm-hmm. to Jack all this time. They were playing games with each other. She really was being with Tucker just to get under his skin because Jack, uh, Jack was with Diane. And then when she realized, like, I don't want to play anymore, then she just pretty much said, well, I'm out. Now, I don't think he should have got crazed out of his mind, but I can also understand, you know, her pulling that rug. What do you think? Or, I mean, him being kind of like, well, wait a minute. You know what I mean? Well, it didn't even sound like, though, that Ashley was completely breaking up with him it was just that she didn't want to do the she didn't want to do business with him that's true that's true and he his, it sounds like he got angry because Ashley re, you know refused to go into business with him and that's what set him off so I guess I, I don't understand why that 
that part of it made him angry enough to go off on her the way that he did to the point where their whole marriage blew up unless that was all he wanted from her and he was using her in the same way that Ashley was initially using him um I think he just reached a boiling point because like early this year, I think we were saying like how it was disappointing to see like Tucker try to like plead to Ashley and he's like confessing his love and he's, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to go above and beyond for her revenge. And she was pretty much playing yo-yo with his emotions and I think he reached a boiling point because here's something else where she's being yo-yo where um which I think she said like they were really in into the fine details as far as they simply Ashley and then all of a sudden she wants to go back to her company so he's probably invested money invested time just like she did but it's it's really annoying when people flake and i think maybe he might have reached a boiling point because there's no way for her to get that frightened when this woman was married to victor newman so many times yeah that makes sense Mm -hmm. it does it it makes sense i mean because i there was times when i was doing recaps on ashley like you said early this year and i was like why are you doing this yeah. She is flaking that man out and he's just going along with it like and because he was enjoying her using him to stick it to the Abbots. And then like I say, when she wanna take her ball home and you know, wanna stop playing and take her ball home and not play anymore, then you know, he's pissed off. Now we don't you know, of course they're not gonna show us what happened in Rome, but we have seen things where um you know, since, uh, we have seen things where, um, hold on, my, my one of my kids sent me a text message about something. I'm sorry about that. Um, we have seen Tucker's rage, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, where he just just snap off. I'm trying to think. I once he was snapping off at somebody. Who was it? At society. Adam? I, it was, but I thought it was it was more than one person. I mean, he's done seen, it several times. He's done it several times. Because mm-hmm. he's, so, he's raised his voice to Audra before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. So I I can see where they wanted to paint. Oh, please. Yeah, I knew my computer was going to make the sound when they started texting me. Um, I could see when... Um, you know, by them giving us a look of how he gets when he gets mad, mm-hmm. instead of actually having us see that happen, she came back and said, oh, my God, I never really seen that side of him. But I got to give Ashley credit for the fact that she said we both hold accountability in this because mm-hmm. I was wondering, I'm like, do you see some of the stuff that you did? Because, you you know, you weren't really into this man. I think she got into him later down the road. Right. Yeah. But, Right, but in the beginning, that man was doing everything in his power to get with her. And then she was like, okay, well, I'm going to use your affection because I'm pissed off at Jack. Yeah, and I think that's one of the most frustrating things about the outcome of that relationship is we went through all of this with him. Mm -hmm. We went through Tucker, like, genuinely, he genuinely wanted to be with her. Mm -hmm. And we were just waiting for Ashley to come around which she you know finally did at the last minute 
I feel like right before they got married mm-hmm. um, was when she, you know, really started to come around to wanting to be with him. They go to their honeymoon and then snap. Everything's done. He comes back without her and their marriage is over. And it's like, we went through all of this drama with the business side of things, with her family relationship, like her relationship with Jack falling apart to to it end up it's end up it's ending up this way. Mm-hmm. And now we're right back almost to the beginning to when Tucker, you know, had plans on trying to ruin Jabot in some way or Newman. Now he's back to that. Whereas before he had let that go. And he was like, you know what, I don't I don't care about Jabot. I don't care about Newman. I just exactly. want to start a business with you. And now we're back to him trying to ruin Jabot now and whatever other plans that he's got. And it's like, well, all of that growth that Tucker had is just gone. And he's about to, you know, ruin his relationship with Devon again. Yeah, I think that was terrible writing because, I mean, I understand that every TV show needs a villain in some cases. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I agree with what you're saying, Keisha. It's like, why do we go through all of this? She could have, by her being in his life, she could have kept him under control. Because he was going to pretty much do whatever she wanted. Mm -hmm. I don't know how long that would have lasted. But for the moment, you know, it was a situation of, you know what, as long as we work Simply Ashley together, I don't care about nothing else. And we can share a grandson together. Our kids are okay. Because look, I mean, Devon and Abby came around. Because Abby couldn't stand Tucker for a long time. Mm-hmm. She finally came around. And then they just threw all that out the window. Came back. And now we saw today's episode where Tucker was telling Ashley, we, uh, uh, we don't even want to be friends anymore. I'm that done with That was annoying you. too. The when you know Ashley's back now and mm-hmm. she's got her little plan to well let me try to cozy up to him to figure out what his plans are and it's like isn't this how you guys started back in whenever right? this was isn't it's, that how they started it, yes it's isn't it annoying and I'm like you of all people know what he's capable of right. you that's the reason why he was even appealing to you in the first place you didn't care how he was pleading to you to stall how you use him and that's why i'm a little bit more on tucker's side i don't agree with the fact that he he terrified her but i'm like this woman was married to victor newman and other men who had said <laughs> things that were terrorizing um but he's given her the lead like hey let's walk away from this like let's start our new company let's mm-hmm. start something fresh and she's i don't understand what is she terrified of she was married to him before she knew exactly who he is he has the ability to put his 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 evil tendencies to the side and focus on her and i think she eventually played herself and he reached the boiling point and now she's scared and needs to know what this man is going to do now. And I'm like, you were trying to take over the company. You were already trying to take over the company. You know what this man was already trying to do. 
And that's what she wanted to do. It wasn't even him that wanted to do it. Exactly. He was cr- trying to talk her out of, you know, doing whatever she was trying to do to to um, get Jack out of Jabot. And Diane. That is true. The writing makes no sense. Yeah, because remember, I, I totally agree with you. In some cases, he was like, look, just let Diane and Jack live their own lives. We going to do our own thing. We ain't got to worry about them. Let's just do us. And she was right. just wanting to use this as a way to continuously get under Jack's skin. And after it didn't work, uh, and then Diane saved her life, everything just went out the window like okay you know i can tolerate you now we're family now and he's on the outside looking in like i did all of this for what right and she was hell bent on it too she was she was getting to the the level of phyllis yes she was yeah her and phyllis trade places when it came to be obsessive over diane yes and didn't she try to recruit phyllis try to guilt trip phyllis when um, Tucker initially tried to like buy her freedom, mm-hmm. she was perfectly fine with that. But it it is just terrible, terrible storyline. But hopefully they clean it up soon. <laughs> I mean, well, this whole thing now leads us into because we were okay. So hold on. Well, wait, wait a minute. Can wait we? A minute. Yeah, we jumped to topic, didn't we? Because we had a, we were talking about Mamie first. Yeah, oh, yeah, we were, and then we went into Abbott's. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it all ties into each other. So let's go back to the to the half a storyline with Mamie. Okay, all right, all right. My, <laughs> right my oh yeah, my <laughs> oldest is in the middle of buying a car, so oh. she she asked oh. me the question. <laughs> She's right. not, and as you know, as most of you guys know, she's not in the same state. So, so uh, I call my daddy on the phone when I'm when I'm buying a car. Uh, I, well, the thing is, because I'm not a negotiator. This whole car, <laughs> this whole car deal has been going on for the last two and a half hours, or uh, three hours, mm-hmm. I would say. And I was hoping by now, you know, but you know how it is. You be in the car dealership all day. I hate shopping for cars. Me too. Oh gosh, girl, it is like mm-mm, I don't have a patience, but yeah. <laughs> but that's why if you hear me kind of pause in between and get text messages, that's what's going on. It's a whole negotiation going on over here. All right. Um. So now with Mamie not wanting to walk away from Tucker, the problem is Nate has already spilled the beans to Lily and Devon. Because once he once she's uh once he saw that text message, he went straight over. He didn't say anything to Mamie. And then Mamie found out about Ashley. He was already talking to Devon and Lily. And then on the flip side, you know, she was over there cutting ties with Tucker. Mm-hmm. My thing is, what is now Devon and it seemed like well, you know what? It seemed like uh Devon was pretty easy going about it when it came to Mamie. He was more angry at Tucker. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It seemed like he was more, uh, you know, pissed off on the Tucker side of things than Mamie. I mean, he couldn't really get mad. They're not related. Yeah, that's what I was going to say there. He's maintained that Mamie doesn't know him. So maybe that's why he was more easy on her. But I mean, was it before Nate or after Nate when Devon 
and Mamie were talking and she, he was telling her not to trust Tucker. Um, I believe this is before. Uh, no, no, actually, yeah, because that's the only reason why Devon, Devon went to um, GCAC. Um, this is after he spoke with uh, Nate um, oh, okay. and Lily. Yeah. Okay. It was a very short, like little little scene right there, but yeah. yeah, they spoke, and I was actually very surprised when there was like a little bit of talk about Nate going back to the company. Lily wasn't opposed to it. Mm-hmm. I kind of want him to go back over there too. I I know what he did was extremely crappy, but I just I really need them to repair the Winters Hamilton family but the problem is Nate don't want to go is he's so far up Victoria's behind mm-hmm. he ain't trying to see nothing Chancellor Winters related yeah. I think it's only a matter of time before Victoria kind of pushes him to the side because once she finds out that that Victor trusts him over her that's going to change that dynamic a little bit but that's just my thought I got questions about that when we get to to that part of the story. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, that whole thing. I mean, at first I thought it was fun, and then it's like, like I'm over it. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, um, I don't know. I'm curious to see what they do with Mamie next. They kind of just dropped it right there earlier this week. You know, after the whole thing, he went and told Devon and Lily. We didn't see Lily and. And, well, did we see Lily and Devon kind of... No, they didn't say anything to Mamie this week. It was than... Devon going over mm-hmm. to Tucker. GC. Mm-hmm. And telling him not to lie to me. You know, so I... I, I, I Tucker is just... He's just lying all over the place. <laughs> he, I mean... He's telling Devon to his face, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? No, 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 no. I'm not doing anything. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Yeah. And he, he lied to him so easy, too. I know, right? He just lied like it's nothing. Like he's just having a random conversation. It just glide off of his off his tongue like easy peasy. Yeah. I mean, he really can't be too surprised by that. I mean, this he knows how, how his dad is. And mm-hmm. and I, I feel like he has no room for judgment as far as... Because Devon has done things in his past where he, you know, had a power trip, wanted to take over things. I mean, it's no different. I mean, he's just another man in business. And yes, Tucker's tactics are, you know... Not exact their victor level, but you know, they're evil enough. Uh, <laughs> he, I mean, he still was trying to make an effort to try to have a relationship with Devon and have a relationship with his grandson. And you know, it seems like he was trying to separate the two, but like everyone's so suspicious of him, and rightfully <laughs> so. But you know, at least with Devon, he was trying to have that relationship with him. I, I think, um. I think where Devon gets frustrated with him is that he will straight up ask him, like, what are you doing? Or are you doing this? 
and Tucker will, will say no. He'll lie to him and say no instead of being honest about it. And then later on, you find out you actually were doing what I thought you were doing, and you, you lied to me and said you weren't. And I don't know exactly. I still don't really understand exactly what he's trying to do in terms of Ham- Hamilton Winters, other than trying to help Mamie get Nate back over there. I, I still don't really get that whole little plan. But I I think in, in Devon and Lily's head, they think that he's trying to insert himself in the company and take over somehow. And I, I guess I don't know why he just couldn't be honest with Devon about whatever it is that he's trying to do if he's not trying to take over the company. You know what? I agree. This this whole thing is all over the place. And they're saying this in the comment section, too. It's like, what's the end yeah. game with this Mamie Tucker alliance? She only has a slither right. of a stake. It's not like it's a majority stake owner where she can take over the company and make decisions. How are you supposed to push Jill out? Jill have more of a, uh, more of a stake in that company. Is she the majority shareholder over Lillian Devon? Mm. I, I don't know. I, thought, I, I thought mean, they, they answer to her. her. Do they answer to her or do they just have to all agree on decisions? So are all three of them, I mean, what, they all got 33 and a third well, I, or something? Or I guess it would really be Devon and, and, and Jill. If anything, that would be equal. You know Lily what, you're right, because Jill. she's <laughs> right. You, I agree with you, because um, Lily is t- just in a position of, what, CEO? Yeah. 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 She got a position, whereas Jill is an owner, and Devon is an owner. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know how that dynamic works. But the thing is, with... Um, with Mamie, what is she supposed to come in there and do? And like you said, the only thing that we know right now is that she's just trying to fight to get Nate over there. How are you supposed to push Jill out? Is this supposed to be a takeover? Or are you just bought a stake in the company just to annoy and get on Jill's nerves? That's stupid. Right. Right. And there's no... Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. It's just to prove a po- I think it's just to prove a point to Jill. That she yeah, made it. That's stupid. You know what I'm saying? It's like, why you want to go through all that to say nan and nan nan? Right. I mean, good grief. You know what I'm saying? And and then you still trying to fight to get Nate over there, who right now at this moment in time, uh, no Chancellor design. Winters is nowhere on Nate's radar. Right. Because he's so far up to protect Victor and this fake illness, supposedly. And up Victoria's butt. So, it's like, what's the end game? I don't know what they're doing with that storyline. They need to clean it up and bring it together. And we'll see, because I got to dive deep in the November sweeps to kind of break it all down. So, oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. Okay, let's move on to, you know what? Let's knock out the whole thing with Cricket. Cricket celebrated her 40th anniversary on the Thursday's episode. There were some people that watched it, some people that did. I mean, they went back through time, and we had a whole bunch of flashbacks. Did you guys, I know Keisha probably. (laughs) Keisha don't usually do flashback episodes. Did you watch? Go ahead. I I had it on in the background. I, I didn't pay extreme 
mm-hmm. close attention to it. Mm-hmm. But I did have it on in the background, so I saw little snippets here and there. Did y'all like it? Um, it was on the Man. background for me too. But I will, I will say that the actress, she in age today, she's still very youthful. Mm-hmm. Um. She she looks better than than most <laughs> on the show, but um she she looks great. Congratulations to her! But um you know it was great while I was cleaning. Yeah, I did the recap on it. I mean, you know, to do the highlights and everything. Well, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't even recap that episode. I did the blog. I did the blog summary of it. So, um, I just, you know, I couldn't, I mean, I, I, congratulations. I sent all types of stuff on Instagram, you know, stuff like that, but yeah. And then they're trying to bring back this whole thing. Cause I did get to see little clips here and there at the end of the episode where, you know, Phyllis, I think asked him out and yeah, then she asked him a dinner. Right. She asked him out to dinner and he was like, you know, I'll let you know. And then Cricket come down the stairs and then he had a whole piano date with her. Mm-hmm. You know, and then there's going to be a, supposed to be a big little, well, I should say a cat fight. I'll just call it like that between Cricket and Phyllis next week. You know, and Danny. Oh, yeah, but it's like, do we want to rehash that storyline all over again? No. I've said I've said before I'm here for it. <laughs> you are okay. Okay, Sorry. so in the comment section, um, so Keisha already gave one vote. Myself and Bree, we're like, yeah. So if I think wanna... most most people in the comments had the same have the same opinion as the two of you, at least from previous <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> my yeah, my been... reasoning for it is because it it pulls Phyllis out of the Diane Jack circle. That's true. I just, and I think it was Jenna. Jenna dropped a comment into one of my recaps and she was, she's not liking the way Phyllis or Michelle Stafford is being written this past year. And I mean, with the obsession, I mean, that obsession started last year over (laughs) Diane back in 2022. And it stretched all the way up until probably like three months ago when she went to court. Mm-hmm. And then you bring her, and I'm thinking like, give her, I thought they could have gave her a new guy or something, you know, because she's either usually with Nick or somebody else. Well, Nick is off the radar right now because he's stuck in that stupid triangle with Sally and Adam. He still is. Girl, he's still, he's still trying to be in that. That's what was so surprising. <laughs> Girl, we gonna we gonna talk Newman business. I just, oh my god, I'm so, I'm Sally getting on. Sally been getting on my nerves for a while. You got yeah. money out of one Newman. You also got sex out of one Newman, and then you got sex out of the other Newman too. Girl, she is just in a Newman <laughs> paradise. I'm doing mean, it all wrong. and doing it all wrong girl you're so funny but yeah going back to phyllis why not figure out they could have made something out of the 
What's that guy he she was with? The one that they got rid of? Jeremy she, Stark? Yeah, I mean, he was a nice looking. That he was not a bad looking guy, you know. Give her a dude or something, you know. I don't know. Yeah. She don't have a hotel. She's trying to fix this stuff with with the kids, slowly but surely. She finally got a job working with Daniel. Okay, and then now we got this triangle, and it looked like. Danny is more leaning toward cricket. The way his response was when he saw her come down those stairs and she, you know, even you know Phyllis asked you out to eat. You not necessarily he have to go. But right. then you turn around and say, Hey, you got a little bit of time here. Let's go and play the piano. And I'm like, Oh Lord. I'm with I mean he that. did tell Phyllis will work something out. What you say? He walked away from I was just saying, he did tell Phyllis we'll, we'll work something out. Girl, you can tell by his face. He like, yeah, yeah, I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> he finally got his dream, girl. She's single. She's sad. Yeah, he's going to try to work his magic. And plus, he's not even Phyllis's type at all. So, it, I I don't really feel, feel bad. I, I agree. I'm so happy this keeps her away from Diane. Thank you. Thank you. Thank goodness. But at the same time, I don't really see the the love connection. I mean, I see the friendship connection and that he's really trying to forgive her and give her a shot. Like I like I, I do see that, but we know how we we saw from like the little clips. Um at least the ones I saw that, you know, cricket and and Danny that's, you know, Mm-hmm. That that's their destiny. Well, listen, <laughs> Bridget Jackson um, wrote, "I'm not interested in them rehashing the Phyllis and Danny Christine triangle. That's been over for at le- or at least it should be." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Go ahead and continue talking. I gotta check this email right quick, but go ahead and continue talking, guys. Yeah, I, I just think they're trying to they're trying to figure out what to do with Phyllis right now because Jack isn't an option anymore. Nick, like y'all said, Nick is is out of the picture as, as far as she's concerned, and the only thing that she has going on right now, outside of that, is her relationship with her kids. So, and I, I'm just not understanding like. Because at this point, like, her debt has been covered, right? So mm-hmm. she could really just be putting money to the side or try to figure out where her money had went to. Because while she's trying to hack into other people's account, get your own get your money back and start your right. own company. Because it's not going to last too long while she's working for Daniel. I think that's a slow ticking time bomb as far as that. Uh-oh. Because... She's already, she like day one. She's already complaining about her own boss. I don't think that she needs a man. She just needs to show that she can be stable by herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Phyllis is not the type where she likes to work underneath. She she likes to feel superior and feel independent. And I I feel it. She needs to just have her own business. I was hoping that she and Adam would actually start working together after the stuff we saw early this year. 
I was hoping so too. I don't know how long that would would have lasted between the two of them, but it would have been interesting to watch them build some type of business together. Those two personalities. Because <laughs> didn't they work together previously before? I was really trying to think of that. I think she was helping him when he took over Dark Horse or something like that. Or she helped him take it from Nick. <laughs> something to that effect. I think yeah. it was, they worked together briefly. I thought it was like something over Vegas, but I think I might have been um, wrong. Oh, with Chance. Oh, the other yeah. Chance. Yeah, that's a different Chance, not the fine, fine Chance. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all so funny. <laughs> but oh it, it's... Chance. I miss him. I right. Him I, a minute. That's what I was about to say. It's been a minute. And then, you know, like I was blessed earlier on Instagram. <laughs> yes, you were. Uh, yeah, I saw. <laughs> yes, you were, girl. I, first, I, I was wondering if I could... Um, I know Jenna follows me on... Um, on Instagram, but I couldn't find her on Instagram because I definitely was going to send it to her too because we all know <laughs> that Jenna is a chance fanatic. That's her so, man. That's her man. <laughs> <laughs> she said, but y'all going to get to see some chance next, next week because I don't know if you listen to my hot early spoilers. Um, that whole remember back in early October when I talked about that behind the scenes where they took a photo of the girl, I mean, of Summer being at somebody's bedside at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I had said that that was chance that's happening next week. Oh, okay. And so they're supposed to be, um, both Sharon and, um, Summer standing their ground in this situation. Cause if you saw Friday's preview for next week, she get that call about meeting Nina, get that call about Chance being in the hospital. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yep. That was a really good recap. Those are some good spoilers. I was laughing at the fact that Sharon is really going to fight over Phyllis's child like this. The same <laughs> child that her, that, that Nick created on her. You're, you guys are going to fight over the same Girl, man. I, everybody is saying the same thing you're saying that's just pitiful and I'm like we've only seen them go out like on like one date we see them hook up in the office at the coffee house then they came back to the coffee house after the first date they had mm-hmm. and then he escorted her to the, the Diane and Jack's wedding and that's really it yeah, I mean, yeah. go ahead, uh, Keish. Oh no, I was just, I was just agreeing. It's like, yeah, they, they had those, those brief um, encounters, and then suddenly, it's like, are they official or are they still just hanging out? Girl, listen, here's the thing. You know, they slept together, right? So yeah. maybe Chance put it down so good she won't let that go. They ain't been doing nothing else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and plus, Nick is already sniffing around Sharon. As soon as soon as Sally had that crushed his little feelings, he's back sniffing around Sharon, pouting, and and just just uh, 
So Sharon's gonna about to have her hands full anyway. Mm-hmm. So I don't not sure what she's really trying to hang on with Chance. I mean, yes, I understand it's a delicious man. I get it. But you know, just get it in a few times and just and then let that man go. Just let that man go. Um, girl, listen, I agree with you. It's like, I don't even know why they put them two together in the first place. Because when did they hook up? It was what, back in... Girl, it was in the spring. Really? Maybe earlier than that. Was it before Hope and Thomas or after? Mm, You know what? Let me check my Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Because I did videos on them. Hold on, let me see. Where I thought it? it was before Hope and Thomas, but I could be wrong. Um, when they sleep together. Oh, jeez, this go way back. Okay, let me see. Because it was a minute. Oh, was... yeah, there it is. Um, it was, gosh, 16 weeks ago. So it was like, what, four months ago? Wow. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it's been that long. Yeah. I guess so that October would put around. us at that would have put us around June. Wait a minute, this is our well, no, the end of October, well, November. So about mm. June or July. When did the Hope and Thomas? Yeah, the Hope and Thomas thing went down. July. They were like yeah. last week of June, first couple of weeks of July, right? Right. So the Hope and Thomas four day liaison happened July tenth. That particular scene with with uh, Chance and Sharon was about a week after that. Okay. Yep. And that was just a, a, a blink. And the thing is, I was actually kind of hoping, you know, to see some more of what Chance could do. Maybe he just needs a different energy. Not to say Sharon Case, you know, didn't do her part, but it's it's just I just don't get them as a couple. I understand they're they're both on the rebound. This is the longest rebound ever in history. <laughs> Girl, listen, I uh you know how Hope got an awakening and changed all her outfits and stuff. Maybe chance can do that for summer. Maybe straight. That's what I'm hoping. Well, I think it's gonna be the other way around. Maybe her fighting with Sharon might bring out a little bit of the the bad girl summer out. Just a little bit. Mm, I guess. We'll see. I want. I honestly want to see Chance and Summer together. I really I do too. I really do. We need to end this whole thing with Sharon and Chance. And I mean, like you said, Nicholas is going to be sniffing around in a little bit. You know, uh, he's already pouting every, every time we see Sharon and Nick. He's already pouting. She's trying to conduct business, and she's like, "What's wrong now?" <laughs> So right. every time I see you, I'm paraphrasing guys, but it's like every time she sees him, he's complaining about Sally and he left. They, they broke up. It's done. It's over with. And he's always pouting, but Good she's going to cry. She's going to soak up, soak up his tears or something. Who knows? Girl, listen, that, I was confused about his, sorry, go ahead. Mm-mm, go ahead, Keith. I, I was I was just gonna say so I was confused about his um this week when he saw Adam he's like let me guess you were begging Sally for another chance and then when he saw Sally he you know seemed like he was annoyed that 
she had been communicating with Adam and it's like, didn't y'all break up? It was a situationship. It was a whole situationship. That there, right. there was no initial commitment. She didn't even think about even loving this man until it was towards the tail end. And this is after this man had been trying to offer her a home and, and, and businesses and, and all kind of stuff. He was really simping out and she was like, eh, I'll take my time. Let me go from hotel to hotel and, and make this decision. And meanwhile, Adam has just been consistent. So I, I, I don't understand why this man is so mad. Why It was a situation ship. She was carrying your brother's baby while you were still poking her. Sorry. Well, <laughs> Listen, girl, we've been talking about that for the last eight, nine months. I mean, since the whole thing, we found out the paternity test and, you know, that that's Adam's baby, but she was still trying to ice him out. And at the same time, sleeping with Nicholas, it's just like, oh, my God, what was y'all thinking when y'all wrote that? That whole thing is crazy. And then it's back and forth. And then, you know, Nicholas just gave her money for the business. And then she went up sleeping with Adam again. Yeah. Oh, let's move. We're going to let's move into Newman. So what did you guys think about Sally and Adam's session? Now, uh, we kind of talked about it last week, right, Bree? Yeah, that was um, very slow pace, but, you know, good for them. What did you think, Keish? Because we didn't get to hear you last week. I think I was I'm so done with the two of them being a thing that yeah it just it it didn't do anything for me because I, I don't even want them together anymore wow and i <laughs> i know you know there if this had been them when they first got together it'd be a completely different story but with everything that they put that relationship through over the last how long has it, has it been a year almost a year i just I can't buy into it anymore because he did that stupid fake breakup with her. <laughs> sorry. It, it's... Um, and... Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, you're fine. Go ahead. Uh, you know what I was hoping for? Just given the fact that they've written Sally to be so like emotional and, you know, she, she's so into her you know, her, her thought process, like, no, stick with Nick. And then she's thinking about all these things with Adam. I was hoping mm-hmm. it would be like a crazy hot, you know, session, like where she's like, you know, ripping his clothes off. And, you know, th- you know, I ex- we've been spoiled with Hope and Thomas. So I was mm-hmm. hoping, especially since they were a real life couple, it would be, you know, he's, you know, pinning her against the door or like on the couch. I mean, they had a whole bedroom suite They're, they could have like tore it up and we've seen Devon and Abby do a little bit more than that but that's just my yeah. thoughts yeah I just and I also didn't like the way you know over these past however many months the way Sally would um, I don't know it's like she would completely flip the switch when Nick was around and and Adam was around and just talk to Adam like trash like what do you want or 
I don't know. It's almost like she was trying too hard to show Nick that she didn't doesn't have any care or feelings for Adam, and she's on his side. So let me treat Adam like crap, just like you do. The moments when she would do that kind of thing, it completely like turned me off of of that shit ever happening. Because you it know just what felt else? So fake. Too? You know what else, too, is that she'll go and play nice with Adam, and when she get caught by Nick, then she'll throw him under the bus, or she'll tell on him. Yeah, yep. That used to irritate me. You Just like the time when she went over to his house, ordered dinner, going, he left her there, going through the stuff, and then the next moment you have a conversation with Nick, you throw Adam under the bus so you can look mm-hmm. good in front of Nicholas. Exactly. That that irritate and I'm like, come on. And I don't understand why Adam, you know, as much as I used to be, like you said, I'm I'm kinda almost over it. But you know, why Adam keep chasing this girl? Why would you go ahead? I was gonna say it's the same reason why we don't know why he's still chasing this dream of running Newman Enterprises. Yeah, sure. Or trying to get his family to forget to to see him in a different light. That's true. I mean, it's true. like you know, Nicholas is he's too hot and cold for me. Some days he's like, well, maybe, maybe Adam this, and next moment he's like, just I don't know, real rude and dismissive, and everything Adam do is to destroy everything. And I'm like, you got a whole daughter in college still walking around with her life in her. Because he, she has a kidney of his in her. Stop. Just so ungrateful. Just ungrateful. Even his life itself. You know, when they were down in Kansas two years ago. It wasn't like this was 10 years ago. That was in 2021. Mm-hmm. When he saved, when, when he came all the way to Kansas looking for Adam to bring him back to Genoa City. You know, and that tornado hit. That man would have been done if Adam hadn't went and got the fire department to get him out. And he had plenty of reason. I mean, he, the thing is, I don't understand why, why Nick is angry either. He, I mean, he's raising Adam's son that he doesn't really bring up or mention. I mean, he was handed pretty much a, no, he was handed $500 million along with his other siblings each. So you would think he would have more reasons to be happy, but he's so mad at the fact that this is a thought of Adam even going to Sally's room. I'm like, she was carrying his baby. Mm-hmm. And you were still, and she was gladly happy to just sit there and just lay on her back. Mattress to mattress. With you. <laughs> mattress to mattress. <laughs> You silly. Is this the second woman in a row that Nick has uh, been in a relationship with that picked Adam over him? Who who was he with? Was it Chelsea before Sally? Shoot, Sage too. I mean, it was Sage, it was Chelsea, both Adam and and Nicholas was, you know, dealing with Sharon. It's always they just, mm, mm. Yeah, go ahead, girl. <laughs> so I don't, maybe that's why he's so salty because these women keep they get in relationships with him, and then they realize after a while 
Well, maybe Adam was the better choice. Let me move on back over here with him. Because <laughs> they see Nick so angry, and I'm like, he's angry in every scene. It, it, does anybody see that? It, or is it just like why like he's never happy like even in conversations when he's talking with victoria and it's this kind of a calm discussion he's just angry and he has like that cvj mean mm-hmm. <laughs> i know it's who that is but it, it's just i don't understand like the direction they want to go with nick now like it, the whole storyline with Adam and Sally and Nick just really confused me about all three characters. More so Sally and Nick now. Mm. Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm over it. You know, and like you say, in this particular week, you know, he's like, you still talking to, to Adam? So I guess you are trying to explore your conflicting feelings like we discussed. Okay, well, if I'm trying to do that, let me do that. Right. I mean, no, why are you did, getting did mad? Commentary on it. <laughs> you said, "Let me do. I'll be the commentary." Yeah, and I mean that's basically what he's doing. Don't you didn't tell him to do it, and now you want to give her the basically third degree about it. Mm-hmm. And for what? It was a situation. I'm gonna keep saying it. It was a situation. This was textbook definition. In case anybody did not know. But I mean, he'll he's gonna go back on his merry-go-round, and Sharon is right next on that list. <laughs> I don't want to see that either. Mm-mm. Nope. Would you rather see Sharon and Chance together or Sharon and Nick together? Oh, uh, if I mean, if Sharon I had to pick one, yeah. then I would be Nick. Over it Chance. would be Nick, right? Because I need Chance freed up from my girl Summer. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, okay, this other part where, because now this kind of moves us into this whole thing with Victor. So Adam is concerned. I believe he's legitimately concerned. There might be Mm -hmm. some people that think he's using this as, but I don't think so. I don't see it because that conversation he had with Sally was like, you know, I maybe I drove him to this and now he's sick and he's losing his mind and I'm concerned. I love my father and all this kind of stuff, right? Then he has a conversation with his siblings and his siblings. Here's the crazy thing. Victoria got mad because Adam didn't tell them about the doctor. And then when Adam says, okay, fine, we got a doctor. Let's all do this together. No, you don't need to be a part of it. So you want him to keep you up to date, but then you don't want him to be a part of everything else to go along with it. Just so stupid. Um, nerves. Yeah, just they stupid. was just straight up nasty to him. What you say, Keish? I, I was just saying they were they were straight up nasty to him. Man. When he talked about um, seeking out advice from a doctor and come trying to come up with a plan and. I mean, just the way they responded to him. You, you just, you stay out of it. We'll take care of our father. Just like, and this is where I, I need for. I hope, like, especially since the writer strike is over, they refresh and revamp some of these characters, especially Adam, because that's when he needed to 
put his foot down and say, I'm Victor Adam Newman. What do you mean take care of y'all father? He he needed right. to put his foot down. People need to put respect on his name. He's Victor Adam Newman. How can he not be a part of that? They just bratty. I mean, besides, I mean, Kyle is a brat, but so are those two. They're you the know, original brats. Exactly. You know, the way They're they spiteful. treat him, you know, they don't want him. Well, they want to know all his moves. But then when they say, hey, look, he wants to work with them. It'd be different if he was trying to just figure this out on his own, you know, and right. don't tell nobody. Then you would think like, hey, what are you up to? But he wants to include the two of them. Look, let's do this together. Let's see what we can do to help dad. And they were like, no. Nah, we don't want you a part of none of this. We'll take care of it. It's like, man, please. And I'm glad he kind of said something like, look, I'm his kid too. He told, he told them that and they left them standing there looking crazy. He said, I'm going to do it with you or without you. I was happy about that because it's like, y'all need to cut that mess out. They, you know? they really do. And, and the thing is, he, what more... What more can a person do to take over a company? I'm not understanding why this is so necessary, um, especially from Victoria Nick's perspective at this point. So you guys know that he's playing you, but you want you originally wanted to use go along with this so it can you know put throw Adam underneath the bus. And then they had the nerve to go back to this man with the information Victoria knows. So now everybody knows Victor's still in position. Nothing has changed. So what are you guys still mad at? I mean, if anything, you should be a little bit more curious as to why Adam actually wants to help out. See like, okay, well, he's really reaching out. He's trying to seek help. He's generally trying to show that he cares about your guys' father. It, it's, it's very annoying to me. I agree. Uh-oh. Oh, Keisha probably had the coffin spell. <laughs> She'll be back. Oh, it's okay. Um. Yeah, it is annoying. I am just so over it. It's like, at what point? That's when you, I mean, they need to take a lesson from the Foresters. Once they found out in this past day or so about what Eric is going through, they all coming together. Put the hate to the side, put the anger to the side, and let's, you know, help grandfather, or in this case, Ridge, his father, right? These folks, they don't even know that Eric is, I mean, they don't even know that Victor is playing with them and testing them. But it legitimately looks like he's losing, you know, something's going on with him. And instead, they want to sit around and, and argue with each other. The only person that's got a, a head on his shoulder, and I hate to say it, besides Adam, is Nate. Because Nate is like, look, you need to get some help. They're trying to help you. He even spoke up for Adam. I was happy about that. I was like, okay, look at Nate. But you're right. Even Nate is even trying to try to th throw a little water on this fire. And the thing is, Victoria is never going to change. And I hope that he kind of comes to grips that 
the woman that he keeps, you know, you know, going from mattress to mattress with, is she herself, she will not change. She's spoiled. She, she's, she will gladly toss him to the side for the next position. Because like, what happens if Victor says like, I can't trust anyone except Nate, he's going to be the CEO of Newman Media or, New, or, or Newman Enterprises. She will gladly turn that man into an enemy. So it's like, why invest in trying to help this, this woman and her family? Every time you get around him, it's drama. But, you know, you see some benefit, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's always something. And so, like I said, you know, it gets worse because this leads into, because if you guys remember seeing in today's episode where and I, Adam want to be with full transparency, tell Nicholas about what's about to go down. I invited a doctor. Dad is having drinks. Why don't you come sit at the table? You can see what's going on. Maybe he can give us some answers. Nicholas is going to use that against Adam next week. What Instead of actually that, being, huh? What is the, the negative in that? Well, the problem is, is that he wants to throw his, see, the other part of this is that he don't want Adam to come out looking like a golden like a golden child they're trying to purposely push him into a trap remember they talked about that yeah victoria and and nicholas so even though we, nicholas know that boy is concerned about his dad he know that but instead he gonna try to use this to get a leg up on adam by saying see pops yeah he set this whole thing in motion because he's trying to undermine you hmm. He want to declare you crazy or out of your mind or that you're losing it so he can take over the company. The the thing is, he's stupid because just say Victor is sick and he is going through something. Victoria is co-CEO. She's going to automatically slide into that position. Adam doesn't even, he works as Nate assistant. How is he just going to jump levels if this is what he was trying to do? If and if Adam was doing that, sense. all he's doing is clearing a spot for Victoria. Right. Go ahead. That's why I just don't get I I, I don't get this plan that, that Victor is trying to do. And I I don't know if you guys are, had already talked about this part of it or not, because I have to, to jump off for a second. But it so is he legit faking? Or is he for is is there really something wrong with him? Well, I'm, that I'm was some, confused some on pe- that too. Some people were saying in the comments he is faking too good. Yeah, and it it would make sense that at least he's reaching out to Nate, who's like you know had a good view of like his health overall. I think he said he mm-hmm. yeah because he was his doctor at one point. Mm-hmm. Um. And maybe this is, I I think you mentioned before, this is also a test for Nate to see if he's actually going to probably run with this information with Victoria because that question is still in the air. Um, So Victor could easily be paying Nate and saying, hey, this is what's going on with me. Please help me. Or he could just be baiting Nate and seeing if he's going to give that information to Victoria. I guess even my thing about that is 
if if I were Nate and my girlfriend's dad is confiding in me about some medical issues, he's not his doctor. Um, I, I would feel uncomfortable being in the position of knowing that there's possibly some serious medical issues going on with my girlfriend's father and he wants me to keep it from her. You know I, what I mean? Like I, that. I, 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 I agree to I agree, but we've seen Nate do despicable things for the Newmans, like risk his his medical license. So he's he he's a gambling man. <laughs> so he I, I don't think he's he's you know too worried about um anything like that but i i feel that he probably has a genuine respect and he cares for for victor to some degree and maybe he's just trying to fulfill the good part within nate that we all used to like and showing a little glimpse of that but so far i will say he's trying to but i will say so far he's not trying to plot or scheme or do anything as so of is late, he trying to is he is he tr- trying to see if Nate will go to Victoria and say, "Hey, let's use this to pull your dad out of his position for you," or is he just trying to see if Nate will tell Victoria about his medical issues in general? I don't so know. I, I mean, the thing, the crazy thing about that is that the spoilers that had came out from last week or today's episode was the fact that Victor is playing hardball with Nate. That was the spoiler. And it's like, because I was looking for that. It was supposed to be some type of test. And I'm like, what? The only conversation I've seen happen between yesterday and today is the fact of this whole thing about um, him confiding in Nate because of him being his doctor in the past. And him getting a therapist and don't tell nobody. And, you know, we Mm -hmm. saw Nate give him advice telling him to take a leave of absence for a few days, maybe a week or so. And then make it look like you're working from behind the scenes so Adam won't try to do it to you if you're here in the office. And and I'm like, okay, so where's the hardball? Where's the test with this? I didn't get that. Yeah. I'm agree with what you said earlier in the other show. Why are you even working with any of these people if you have to go through all of these tricks? Are you close to the phone, Keish? Yeah. Is that better? Oh, that's better, yeah. Okay. Um, why not just fire them all and hire new people? Because if you got to go through all these tricks and stuff to see who you can trust, is it is it really worth it? Exactly. And this is decades of him yeah. doing this and constantly testing his kids. And the thing is, the, if you want to work on your family dynamic, that's one thing. But if you're trying to like run your company, you don't trust the employees that you you hired there, and they happen to be your children, then then get other employees. And that's right. really that simple. Um, and it's not like he's a dumb businessman. He can find people to properly fill that role, but he feels that he's the only person to do that job. Okay. Then, then 
then let things just be. There shouldn't have to be constantly be a test if you're really trying to bring your flat your family in and have like a close knit unit. Because how can they want to work for you if you're constantly testing them and panning them against each other? And at the end of the day, it's either time for you to retire or you don't have that much longer left. So you just need to let it go and let Victoria or Adam run that company and just move on. Honestly, I wish Adam would just move on. I'm over him trying to fight his way through the Newmans. I mean, even the conversation that uh, Victor was having with Nate, having with Nicholas about Adam, it's like, whatever. Adam, go somewhere else. I know you and I, we've been talking about that for years. Yeah. I'm just over him jumping through hoops of fire for what? He can buy Nick out of Sally's... uh... Whatever Ooh, funding she gave for Sally. Yeah. <laughs> Sally can just start a business together. Yep, that could happen. And you know, you notice how there's like a click within the Newman family. Nobody's told Abby any of this. And that's her dad, uh, too. Abby. Oh, Abby they'll be in the, the middle of it. Yeah, Abby will be in the middle of it next week. And I would be very upset if, if it was Abby. I think if anybody, I don't think Victor is really going to be able to fool Abby in this case because she doesn't really have much of a stake in that company. So he wouldn't have, have a, you know, a reason to try to test her too, too much. You know what I mean? You know what, Bree, you got a good point because my thing is if, if your dad is going through something like that, why haven't Victoria or Nick? I mean, I I can see Adam running into Abby because I believe he he even told Sally. I would think if he ran into Abby, if we saw her on screen, you know, Adam would have said something. But who's more closer usually is either Nicholas and, and Victoria. And they have said nothing, nothing at all to Abby. I mean, Abby's usually not a thought for Nick or or Victoria. Well, I mean, for Victoria, I mean, do they really have a, a decent relationship? I don't think Abby and Victoria did. I know there's a huge age difference, and Victoria was sleeping with with Abby's men all the time. But you know, did they ever? <laughs> I mean, this this is this is Victoria's pattern. She's always sleeping around. That's why her and Billy always got along. But you know, <laughs> I wouldn't expect for Victoria to go to Abby unless it's like, a, you know, a family important family meeting or like the holidays or like in passing. I've never really seen her have their relationship. Same with like Abby and Nick. So mm-hmm. the two older siblings, they feel they'll they'll have a close relationship. So they'll always look out for themselves. I think the only time they wanted to really include Abby for their own gain was for the $500 million lawsuit. And that was years ago. Yeah. I forget Abby is even their sibling. I forget Abby is a Newman sometimes. They do And that's her name, Abby Newman. (laughs) I just, she feels more like a, she's always felt more like an Abby than a Newman. She has three last names. She is she is Abby Newman Abbott Chancellor. <laughs> no, seriously, that's how that she is in the credits. I was laughing. I think I said that the other day. That was the yeah. funniest thing. 
Oh, man. Yeah, at this whole plan of Victor's to just go through all these hoops you and, and, and just say the kids weren't scheming. You're scaring the crap out of your family. Just in itself. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, it's it's just as bad as Phyllis. Oh, well, Phyllis did a horrible thing by faking her own death and showing up at her own funeral just to see how her kids reacted. Yeah. But faking faking something like that is it's it's that's terrible. That's, that's a terrible, terrible. Thing to put your family through. Uh, because girl, yeah. It, it, what the symptoms that he's faking or showing is what that of maybe dementia or something like that mm-hmm. yeah i would be i would be heated i would have been heated if i was nick when he found out that 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 whole thing was a test girl but he did find out remember and then he admitted it and then i know and then and victor he, dialed it back like i don't did i say that and, did i <laughs> And I, like that's not that's not anything to play with, with the, especially with your family. It really isn't, and just it's already kind of hard to tell because of the because of Victor's age. Mm-hmm. But at some point, like if I was one of his kids, I would feel exhausted because it would be like you're doing this to me again. Yeah. I thought I was your child. I thought it should be unconditional love. But at the same time, these kids have shown that they've been spoiled, rotten, and that their love has conditions, especially Victoria. Did you see what Victor said in the park to Nate? He said, these are the monsters that I created. Yep. Yep. That was the most honest thing he said as of late. (laughs) Because Nate was like, "You do you actually think your kids would do that to you?" And he was like, "Yeah, they doing everything that I taught them to do. I created these monsters." <laughs> <laughs> and and I mean, honestly, I don't know about Nicholas. He is not like Victor. It's kind of like when you compare Wyatt to and Liam to Bill Spencer. Liam is not like Bill. Yeah. You, know. you don't think so? Girl, please. No. Mm-mm. Tofu boy? No. I feel if they were to really write Scott Clifton as a villain, I think he would knock it out of the park. Oh, he absolutely would. And that's what I'm waiting for. And well, they probably do it in the upcoming, but at, over the past decade or so that he's been there, he was nothing like his dad. Yeah, he wasn't. I I do agree with that. I don't think Mm-mm. he has been in the. Past they try, they tried to make more Wyatt more like him, but see, Wyatt always hold both of them accountable. Yeah, which is what I like about I, Wyatt. Wyatt could play dirty when he want to. Yeah, I think he he had more, still had more of a conscience than than Bill did as well. Correct. He stood but his he was ground. Closer to him. Yeah. He stood his ground more. This he stood his ground more in the way that I wish Adam did, because even with the stuff that Bill like, because Bill was Bill was torturing both of his boys, um, even with the stuff that Bill did, and Bill is a billionaire. He was like, I'm perfectly fine going to my camper and my truck and taking off and living in the woods. Like I don't have to deal with this. I wish Adam could just be more like that. So I do respect White for that. 
you know, I don't understand. What is that this need for acceptance? I mean, what? it's one thing that he want to be accepted by his dad, but he also want to be accepted by his siblings, and they and they know that, and they are not giving it to him on purpose. I think. Yeah. You- Oh, go ahead. Sorry. sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I think he just, I think he just wants to have some form of family. And, mm-hmm. and that's understandable because he didn't really have siblings growing up. <laughs> it was just him and his mom. And then he lost her. So he's just, maybe at some point in his life, he grew up and he was like, maybe I just need to put the pieces together so I can have some family. Um, so maybe Girl, he got the power to create his own. You better go for. If you're going to pick Sally as much as I don't want him at this point, where to create your own family. I mean, because them with Nicholas and, and Victoria, Victoria ain't budging. Nicholas mm-hmm. is funny acting. He's hot and cold. One day he your friend, next day he can't stand you. Who want to keep dealing with that? And then your dad is a, man, a malignant narcissist who's going to keep making you jump through hoop, take different tests, move the goalposts, and and go through that whole cycle with you. It's like who need family like that when they're gonna drive you up the wall. That's the one thing that I I hate for Adam is he literally has nobody on this show Mm-mm. other than his son who now lives in another state and goes to boarding school. He doesn't have anybody. Mm-mm. He has two I mean, sons. Yeah, yeah well, Christian is somewhere. But it's not in his custody, right? Right. That's the one that Nick is raising. Mm-hmm. Right. Which I, I still don't understand why they kept Christian with Nick instead of just moving him back over to Adam when he came back. But I just, he, he has not one friend. He has no family that really gives him the time of day. And Victor, you know, jerks his chain every other month. And it's just. I mean, he's he's out here basically begging for somebody to love him. And he's not getting anything in return. Well, he might get something back from Sally now, but even then, that's just a, that's a, a potential romantic relationship. How long are they going to let them last? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. He has no mother figure. I, I don't know what happened to his relationship with Jack. They used to be close at one point, but well, they we are. rarely they see them they together. Made- Remember they made some deal with the the information on Tucker and, you know, he was like, you know, hey, I might need this a favor from you in the future. And Jack was like, okay, cool. And he just left it open-ended. So they got, he got something right there with Jack, you know. Because yeah. Jack is the father figure that he wished Victor could be. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He has I mean, no mother, no motherly presence in his life. Nope. I wish that they would find a way to make him and Chance friends again. Because I, I want him to have a friend, like a, a male friend his age or around his age. Just like somebody he can hang out with because he just be floating around. What would be nice if they can make Claire Grace's sister. Oh. And let them two team up or he get a connection with somebody that really, you know, this is my sister over here. You know, I don't know. You know, I I'm actually thinking that with Adam, maybe it's just more so he wants to try to show that he can have he can 
put the family together, show that he can be the leader instead of being the bratty sibling. Maybe he's kind of recognizing the tests a little bit more. So he's actually going to do the research, get the doctor and, and try to see if, see what's going on with his dad. He's not trying to make his dad the bad guy in this case, which, you know, if you want to be a leader, you have to see all the sides. So maybe he's just trying to show that he wants to pull his family together, that he wants to leave. Yeah, I mean, that's... They're not I, even they, letting him do that. They're not letting him do it. And like I said, come, that whole thing next week, you know, Nicholas is about to turn, flip the script on him and turn that whole gesture into something nefarious and Victor going to be pissed. Believe in Nicholas. That's the crazy thing. It's like... Liam tendencies. Oh, this, that was Liam tendencies. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> but I think the only friend that Adam could have would be Nate in this case. But Nate is always suspicious. What are you like? He is that because episode? Of Victoria? He's right because mm. of Victoria. But if that relationship becomes finicky, I feel like Adam and Nate have kind of opened up a little bit more than I feel Nate's more friendly to Adam than, than Adam is in, to to Nate or Adam. I feel like they would kind of relate to each other in some sort of way in this situation. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Darby, 13, she said, uh, he or she, I don't know, I'm not sure. I'm, I don't want to screw that up. I thought Adam and Tucker were tight, but they messed that up when he told Jack's secret. Yeah, because they were. At one, they were tight. You know, they're pretty cool, too. Oh, well, mm, the only person he technically have right now is Sally. And that's hanging on by a thread if it's up to um, Nicholas and Chloe. Him and Abby should be the two siblings that are close. Because they're both, both of them are the, the forgotten siblings on the outside looking in. You would think. Well, I, I can't really say Adam's the one for forgotten because they bring his name up any chance they get. It's Abby, she's where is Abby? That's a good question. See, we had to think about it. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good question. I mean, you are right about that. Even when it's just Nick, Victoria, and even Nikki, when they sitting around, all they do is talk about what Adam could be doing. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh my God, give it a rest. Y'all worse than Ashley and Phyllis was about Diane. Right. And this is years and years and years and well, years. I'm just over it. I mean, they all done bad things. All of them. But they make it like Adam is like, oh yeah, we're never going to live this down. You're going to continue to hear how much we don't like you because of the things you did. Even he said that today. You still talking about the past? We need to figure out what's going on with dad now. Right. Who who was that last week that um, blamed this whole situation going on right now with Victor? Blamed it on Adam. Was that Nikki? I believe so. Yes, Nikki. (laughs) It's like, how is this possibly Adam's fault that Victor decided to Put this, this plan illness. right, yeah. And it's they keep all, saying it's all Adam. It's the, and he then can't they trust keep, 
they keep telling Victor, all you got to do, you know it's going to be him. Just get rid mm -hmm. of him. You know it's him. Please. Whatever. Okay, I know we've been spending some time on these Newmans. I just, I'm over this whole plan. Let's just get it over with. Victor, what you mm -hmm. going to do? Did Phoenix you figure it out? in the comments mm -hmm. um, says, I think Claire is a love child from Nikki's past. It's possible. Because she looks. But they already gave her a son with Dylan. Yeah. Another kid. Because I'm asking, when was she pregnant? Because she looks like she's Summer's age. Yeah, she looks pretty young. Mm, they need to give us the clues on her. At least yeah, we still have no. We have no idea mm -hmm. of what's going on with her. But um, I guess there's a stuff. Let me go. Let me check. So, oh, Victor, oh hmm? sorry, I was gonna read one of Jay Money's comments. Oh, okay, go um, ahead. He said it would be nice to see Adam and Nate become friends, and they could be the Victor and Neil duo of the future. I was thinking the same thing. Mm -hmm. Well said. See, see, we the dusty destiny car. Kidding. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> hey, Jay Money. But no, I completely agree with that. I thought that's why I was thinking that's why they could have or start a friendship because, I mean, Nate's the only other person who knows how the Newmans really get down. And has helped cover things up. So he's not above the law. And has a good idea how Adam Newman, how everyone operates. So it's to Adam's advantage and Nate's too. Because I feel eventually Adam will take over. I feel Victor's trying to get Adam together. Because otherwise, why would they that's keep a, helping him? Yeah, well, I think I that's mean, exactly what he's doing. The problem is, even if he did groom Adam to take over, he's going to be fighting his fa the, the other fan part of the family for a very long time. Nikki ain't going to go for that. And Victoria is going to be fighting him tooth and nail. And Nicholas just hates him just because. I mean, I don't, I don't even know if I would want to be in a position like that. It'd be like Pops. I mean, he tried to give him a company. That didn't work. Victoria had to undermine that whole situation with the the new the ex Syaxeries Newman Media transfer. You know when she told that lie about Billy, and it's like it's always going to be something. That's why I'm like Adam, just do your own thing, free and clear. And that's mm -hmm. what I think they dropped the ball on when Sharon came to him about that Kirsten company. Right. That's something that they could have done together leave nicholas out of it leave newman she went over there and decided to give victor a piece of it we had this whole story where victor almost took it then he gave it back it's mm -hmm. like you and adam you and adam could have worked that together that pulled him away from that whole dynamic but no they had to do that and now you got nick working over there with her but sticking his toe in over at newman right it sucks Yes, I completely. And, and and the thing is, I feel Adam and Sharon would have worked well together. It was when they added Nick. Like, what do you need to add yep. Nick for? You bo Both Sharon and Adam have money. They don't need Nick yep. for anything. He is a temp. This is Kelly Service's best employee. <laughs> <laughs> it's silly. 
I mean, and the thing is, Adam has the expertise. This man is a Harvard business graduate. This man working as Nate's little gopher. It's like, it's just a slap in the face. And he's doing it like, okay, I'll do anything just to try to see if I can get it to the Newman family, man. Is it worth it? Mm-mm-mm. Take them skills. Ain't no way. You know, I don't know how much Hope paid for his degree or did he have a scholarship or whatever. I think Victor paid all... for it. Girl, somebody paid for it. All that money you put in there, let that boy use that talent. Exactly. <laughs> and this just wasted giving him to Nate just to, and you keep testing him when he could be utilizing him. It, he could have been in that in that seat for years running it smoothly. It's like what's the point of giving of giving in these titles if you don't want them in it too long. You want to groom right. you want to groom them for what? To continuously testing them. Girl, that's crazy. All right, we got to move on to the Abbots. And then we got to move on to bold. We didn't spend an hour and 35 minutes. <laughs> oh, Lord. Mm. It, uh, and it wasn't even that much going on. <laughs> exactly. I think it was a lot of our ranting that kept it going. Um, okay. So this, uh, this last thing about the Abbots, which we kind of talked about Tucker and Mamie, but it all roads lead back to Tucker because of this whole thing with Kyle. And Billy, you know, him and Billy fighting over that position. And he, Jack gave him the COO position. You don't want that? What do y'all think about that? The entitlement. He's, he is gone from job to job. And he could have shown that he was grateful because just like what Tucker was saying to him earlier, like his dad provided him everything, everything. Mm-hmm. You're a billionaire's kid. He's offering you the top seat next to him and that's not good enough. So, so what do you feel your qualifications are for? Because there's no way he has more experience than Billy does. There's no right. way. And just the fact that he feels he deserves just because he was handed that title for a temporary amount of time. Now he feels he deserves it. He feels he's proven himself. And it's just very disappointing when I see people so ungrateful and they're rich. Oh, but you want to hear something else that's crazy about Kyle. He's pissed off at Jack for not ousting summer at Marquette. Yes. And I'm like, I was, was so her- mad when he said that. It was her company she brought over from Europe. Why would you think you could get entitled to staying in that company when it was her company? And Billy even, I was clapping when Billy said that to him. Me too. Because he was on point with it. And the thing is, if Jack wanted... Kyle to stay there he would he could have made that executive decision to do that but he was going based off of his son's emotions at that time he want to be around him so he was like let's create some space and then let's try to find you another position Jack was always trying to work with his son and Kyle can't say that that he's he's not being heard that his father doesn't care about him. he cannot say that mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Darby 13 said the COO position is better than the Jabot janitor position. And he doesn't even want that. I don't understand with, with Kyle and Victoria, this entitlement. Because they want to be the one making the decisions and they don't want to answer to anybody else. That's all. that. That's what it is. And they know as a COO, they can't make the ultimate decision. And it's, it, it's unreal. <laughs> it really is. And I'm like, that CEO position at Javo has changed hands. And I'm like, there's other people who are qualified more than Kyle is. Cause it's not just Jack. There's Ashley mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Phyllis has more experience than Kyle. Adam. <laughs> Adam I mean, exactly. you know what I'm saying? I agree with you on that, Bree. And for him to say, Nope, I want that seat because that, you know, I deserve it. You don't deserve nothing. You get what you get. You get what you qualify for. And you're not qualified for that, Kyle. And my my question is, let's say that there wasn't a co-CEO role mm-hmm. and it was just the CEO and that's it. No, no two-person job, two-man job. And it was just Jack. Would he be, would he still be pissed off about being offered a COO position? Or would he be trying to take his father's job? Yeah, that's a good question. So, yeah, I just... Yeah, that's an excellent question because, yeah, what would be your thought process then, Kyle? I mean, if there was no CEO, I mean, no co-CEO position and it's just Jack in that position and you got a COO position available, what would you do with that? Would you be like, well... Unless I'm CEO, I'm not taking the code to CEO, whatever. That, girl, that's crazy. I think we've seen Kyle has no standards. Um, so this wouldn't surprise me if he was trying to knock his dad out to see who he's trying to do that now and yeah. go completely against his family. I was flabbergasted. <laughs> by the fact that he is hanging on to the words of Audra that she mm-hmm. can guarantee a position at his own family's company. Girl, he's a stupid. company she ain't even a part of in any way. At all. They don't even, they don't even have it in their grasp. No. Right. How do you I could see if, you know, they were already she was already working there or Tucker had a stake in Jabot or kind of like a Mamie. They movie. need him to do it. They need Kyle to do it. Girl, he's so stupid. <laughs> Girl, it's painful. It's cringy and painful to watch. Because it's like, dude, are you that so far gone? This girl done put the mojo on you so deep that you're not thinking with the right head. Right. At all. And this is and he's still going back to her after knowing that she is still sleeping with Tucker. And she's like, oh, oh. Girl, yes. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So, so it's like an entire tennis match that you're playing with Tucker now. It, it, it's, and I think I said this last week. It's like six degrees of separation between him and his aunt with these yeah. people. It's disgusting. So you left Summer to go cheat on Audra. You went from two job positions, 
And one of which you got fired from by the same chick who is clearly, you know, is a schemer, who you know is a 304, who you know has no qualms of, of the tossing you to the side. You get back with her. And she's supposed to promise you a position at your father's company. And he is handing you a COO position that you don't want. Girl, and the crazy thing is Audra is telling him to his face when she when he asked her, are you using me? And she's like, well, what if I am? Or have you been sleeping with Tucker or you have a relationship? Uh, Well, maybe it's not him. Maybe it's me seducing him. It's like, dude, she's telling you straight up to your face. Right. And you just like, oh, OK. Sure. So I'll what is Audra getting out of this? Girl, mm, girl, I, I, she promised some type of position or something. <laughs> well, she's supposed to run the company, both of them side by side, because Tucker is telling them, I don't want to run the company. I just want to take it away from the Abbots and let the two of them run it. My thing is, Kyle, do you realize what the aftermath of that is going to look like? Just say Tucker succeeds, take over the mm-hmm. company, give you the co-CEO position alongside Audra. How can you look at your family in the face at the house, at the dinner parties, you know, when you come by? Because you know Jack going to kick him out that house. Where are you and Harrison going to stay? You know, you got Audra's room. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So it's like. And go ahead. Who's to say that in six months, Audra isn't going to try to kick you out of your own company, helping using Tucker to help her? Yeah, because she's not opposed to firing him, and he's no, and right. he's still sniffing underneath her. I don't understand this Liam tendencies here. Girl, I'm just I, I, I I'm just not happy with Kyle right now. And then you're gonna sit up there, and they I'm glad Billy pieced it together today. Me too. Billy was like, something ain't right. You're going to sit up here and fight me for the company, and then 30 seconds later, you're going to be like, nope, I'm done. Yeah, you, I got to change your heart. And for him to say that, that, that whole six degrees of separation, the only contact <laughs> next to uh, Tucker is Audra, and that's his girlfriend, there's something cooking. Yeah. And Billy was in Higgo Jack. Oh, that's just not something I think I want to hear. Dude, you better listen. Right. Your son is stabbing you in the back. I can't wait for them to find out or to, for them to have confirmation of this. Girl, the and then Tucker crashing down. Exactly. And then Tucker talking about I got an assignment for you. Do you see how scared that boy looked in his face? Mm. Well, he he was talking a good game. He he might as well see it through. And I hope that when Jack finds out that he he really gives it to his son. And not just give him like a pat on the back and say, don't do that no more. No, I I want him to really get on his son. But I feel this is where the crack is going to happen between Jack and Diane's marriage. Because Diane is going to go hard for her son. Yep, she sure will. And even if she betrayed the family, you think she will? She she has no room. Because she's, because she, exactly, that's what it is. Because she would have no room to talk about betrayal and, and lies and wow. scheming and all that kind of stuff. 
So she's going to she's going to have sympathy for Kyle. She's going to make excuses for him. Yeah. Because she knows how what it feels like to be on that end of the 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 boat. Yeah, she she's going to be captain of Kyle's redemption tour. If anything, she's going that would be his main ally. And we've seen that she's she's seen the downwards file with him already as it is what they all have but she's seen it more and i think she's going to be more forgiving and plus she has no room to talk she disappeared on her son for years so she can't really you know i mean he can really throw it back to her but you know i think this is where the crack in jack and diane's marriage is going to start and i'm hoping that that's where we get to slowly see phyllis and jack kind of come together oh no. I feel that's what I feel it's going to happen. Oh, Bree, don't speak that in <laughs> After what me and uh, Keish was talking about this about a year and a half ago with that whole thing, what they did between the two of them, put them in the friend zone and they played hot and cold with each other. We were over it. <laughs> yeah. I've never, I've never really liked Phyllis and Jack as a couple anyway. But after all this BS they did with ruining Phyllis's character in favor of Diane, I I really don't want them back together ever again. Jay Money says, "Stop it, Bree." <laughs> <laughs> trying to put them I feel Phyllis is without a man, and the thing is, like we, I know, like as as soap fans, like we hate when certain couples are together, but they can only remix so many couples that are single at a time and I feel that thing when that stuff comes out about Kyle he is going to look far worse to Jack than Phyllis does to Jack because that's going to cut him really deep to know that that was his son who who betrayed him in the worst type of way um and I feel like it won't be the first time well yeah that's a good point but I feel with Diane, she's going to take up for her son and then Phyllis is going to be right there giving her two cents to Jack and that then he's going to start listening to that and I feel we're going to go down that rabbit hole for 2024. think so, huh? I, I could be wrong, guys. I could be wrong. <laughs> Especially the way that they're, they're writing these characters now is so unpredictable. I, it's hard to keep up sometimes. I'm curious to find out because I'm I'm looking at the notes for the spoilers for November. Uh, they saying that the revenge plot is gonna backfire on Tucker. So I'm wondering if maybe because Billy is having a conversation about this whole thing about Kyle being recruited. I, if I was them, meaning Ashley, Jack, and Billy, I would pull Kyle to the side and say, look, we know what you're up to. And if you don't want to ruin this family, I think you need to step away. To sit back and not bring this to his attention after they already got an idea of what's going on, it would be foolish on Jack, Billy, and Ashley's part not to say nothing right now. You need to catch this dude now before this gets worse. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. But, um, I think that's I all. 
We covered everything, right? Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say a few people mentioned in the comments earlier because we didn't, we didn't really mention it. But did anybody else, did either one of you feel bad for Tucker when he walked out of society and kind of had a little moment where he, he teared up after talking to, <laughs> excuse me, after talking to Ashley? I did. did yes yeah, that's so bad for him because if she this woman is like very finicky with her feelings and the thing is she shouldn't be surprised to know the man that she claims that she loves and she wanted to marry and wanted to use like a dog so mm -hmm. i, I kind of i think that he really loves her and he really cares for her um he does even though he cheated in his marriage yeah um I think he loved her. And he, thought they, he thought they were done. <laughs> <laughs> he thought they were over. Mm, 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 mm. Let me shut up. <laughs> All right. Let us keep it moving because we got to get through bold and yeah. All right, you guys. It was um, almost 100 of you in here. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Hit the like button. If you're enjoying the content, we are now going to move over to the Bold and the Beautiful. Also, check us out on Instagram, TikTok, um, X, which used to be Twitter, and a blog. And I, use, I already have the Monday's episodes notes for uh, November 6th in the blog. And you can go and check that out. And all of those links, if you follow me on Instagram... There's a link in the bio on CBS Soap Dish Recap, and it'll take you to all different places. So it takes you to the blog. It takes you here to the YouTube channel. It also takes you to the merch app, whatever um, link. And so, yeah, if you, you can go through there to get to it here. I'm trying to see if there's a way to pin it <clears throat> on the YouTube side. Otherwise, I would have to keep posting it every day to the blog. But I'm going to keep digging because I know there's some new features that YouTube is coming out with. So hopefully one of them is being able to pin a public comment on this channel. So we'll see. But um, you can also check us out on, the, uh, on those other platforms. All right, let's move over to Bold. We're going to keep it moving. Um, Let's see. Bold and the Beautiful. All right, so for Bold and the Beautiful, for the week of October the um, 30th through November 3rd, we had the fashion show continues with Brooke confronting Katie and Donna for keeping a secret about Eric and the Countess glaring at Esther. RJ tells Brooke that Eric, Eric is dying. Charlie and Esther kiss. And Carter learns only one collection sold out. Ridge learned that he won the fashion showdown just before RJ tells him Eric is dying. And Eric shows up, demanding to know the results. Steffi and the kids return to Finn and Ridge lies and tell Eric that he won the contest. Steffi storms over to Deacon and shoves Sheila, telling her that L.A. is her city. And Ridge returns Eric's stapler. All right, let's go ahead and get the fashion show stuff out of the way. First of all, what did y'all think about this little chemistry between Esther and Charlie? 
It was cute, but I'm like, what happened with Pam? They didn't really give a resolve to that. Because I'm like, you just cheated on on our Pam. Do they give a resolve on bold when people be leaving? No. No. People just disappear. (laughs) No, but it was good. I think the only thing was... Oh, sorry. I know you're fine. I'm saying it was good. I think that was the only thing they really showed was him on the phone with Pam and Pam saying... She wasn't going to come to the fashion show. Mm-hmm. And, and hung he up hung on up the phone. Right. Yeah. And and he, what did he say? Something like, "I, I have bad luck when it comes to love" or something like that. And that was literally it. So, next thing you know, him and Esther flirting with each other, sending little googly eyes across the room and kissing each other. Twice. Twice in the mouth. Yep. <laughs> and it was good. I was like, good for them. This is light and refreshing. And Charlie was able to mind his own business with something for once. You know, it was great. Yeah. Yeah, it was cute. I'm curious to find out because I think she's supposed to come back for her fittings because she bought that dress away from the Countess, which the Countess was pissed. Um. <laughs> Is that are they going to try to continue this little small love affair that's budding between Esther and and um and Charlie? I wouldn't mind seeing it. I think so. The holiday seasons are coming up. I, I perfect for each other. Yeah, it fits. I like it. No, I don't hate it. I'm wondering how they're going to cross that over. Are are we just not going to see those two? And then when they come back on screen, they'll be like, I saw Esther. I saw Charlie. Probably. Mm -hmm. I feel like it'll just be random appearances. Kind of like how they did with Pam, really. I feel like her appearances are random. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is the last time we saw Pam. Oh, it's been a while. Mm. Yeah, I don't even remember. Mm. Girl, I don't remember. Um, all right, let's just go ahead and move into this other part with Eric. A lot of people were pissed off that he won because, I mean, pissed off about Ridge winning before knowing the next day's episode because I saw a lot of comments was like, oh, my God, I can't believe the writers are going to let Ridge win. That's crazy. And then the next day, Ridge gave Eric the win. What did Mm -hmm. y'all think about that? Kind of saw that coming. It would have been better if it would have been a better ending to me if it was a draw and that they both sold out their collections to show that they're both equally, you know, on the same level. I think that would have gave Eric the satisfaction that, yes, he's just as good as his son and that, you know, his son is able to take over when he does leave. And at least Ridge would be to share that moment with his dad if they both won, but. I was shocked that they let Ridge win. Like, why? That was so stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, tell me about it. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. It, the way that it's looking, it's kind of like maybe this might be it for him. What do y'all think? I think I mean, it I- is. Yeah, I'm assuming so. I I had heard previously that he signed a new contract. Um, But if they're doing all this, then I can't imagine that this isn't their way of sending him off. 
Yeah, well, that whole thing about the three-year contract was um, debunked, and oh, it okay. was a, a article from way back in 2011, and some comp- some media company decided to use that as a way to get views, and yeah, there has been no information about whether he signed a new one, whether he didn't sign it. We're pretty much watching this unfold in real time. If he has okay. signed one, it's under wraps. But mm-hmm. I don't, it ain't looking good because the way they got him, I mean, look at what we had to go through when Stephanie passed, when, you know, she left. Well, they jacked up her little exit storyline, too, in my opinion. I I don't know. I guess knowing that that news makes me feel a little bit better about this storyline and I feel like it wasn't for nothing however mm-hmm. I feel like they could have written something better for his exit like you, they basically put him and Ridge at odds for X amount of months had his had Ridge's son hide um, his dad's illness from him for however many weeks it's been literally nobody his his grandkids don't know but all the Logans know. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, you are absolutely and RJ. To think about that. You're right. RJ is a Logan. And, uh, yeah, basically he is. But it 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 has frustrated me this whole time that Eric chose to work with RJ and I know they did this to give RJ something else to do. But it frustrates me that RJ is the one that he picked to work with and not Zenday. So that was another part of the story that annoyed me. Um, and they are not making, they're not making his exit. And maybe they're about to now because Ridge knows, but they're not making it about his family at all or his relationship. It's been about this stupid freaking fashion show for the last however many months Jeez. that came out of nowhere <laughs> right and, and do you guys think that maybe they are writing this the way it is and now the the real writers well, I don't want to say the real writers like that but like the the permanent staff writers are back maybe they're going to be the ones to kind of tailor his exit towards the end of the year versus the ghostwriter staff and giving him that exit. No, I, I honestly wish that they could have, and, and I, I don't know. Maybe they just want to close the chapter on this character altogether. Let him go off in retirement, you know, and I'm moving to Australia with his brother. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Do we have to go through the bloody handkerchiefs and? All that time, I don't even watch that stuff in movies and stuff like that. That's just me. I'm more of a, I like my soaps. I like my dating and marriage reality TV. But, you know, when you start getting into blood and ER, I never watched like the doctor programs. I ain't like that type of stuff. So, yeah, I I would have preferred it be a a retirement. I'm going to, I'm moving to Australia to spend time with my brother kind of storyline too than an illness yeah because you got to go through the process of you know seeing him deteriorate 
Yeah. You know, and it's like, and I think even Trish said this. She was like, you know, I understand this soap stuff like this happens, but sometimes people want to get away from, you know, the real life everyday stuff. That's why they watch the soaps for fun, drama, exciting. And this is dramatic. I just wish that they could have done, like you said, yeah, his brother lives in Australia. I'm moving to Australia. I'm officially retiring. I'm turning over the company to you. You know, I'll be a, what they call that when you're still part of the owner, but you're not really active. That's a term for that. Mm-hmm. Um, did, did something like that where we we won't see him on screen if he if John McCook is actually going to retire, but make it easy on us. You know yeah. Especially if you're not going to bring all of his kids back. Right. Right. I don't want to just see a couple of them. The man has what five, six kids. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to see Rick and Kristen and Felicia. I want all of them to come back. Marcus. They didn't do that for Stephanie either. Yeah, yeah Marcus. Um, I mean, people retire from jobs all the time. You have somebody at the job 40, 50 years, they get a retirement party, and then they take off to live in the islands and somewhere. Right. You know, they could have did something like that unless they just want us to not think that there is no Eric Forrester anymore. I mean, it's like, dang, really? Okay. And it, and so I don't know. I just, I just this whole thing has been frustrating for me to watch and boring as all hell. <laughs> <laughs> y'all didn't wait a minute. Y'all didn't like the dresses from the fashion. I show. love the dresses. The fashion show, this yeah, dresses cool. beautiful fashions. And I'm like, I love the fact that they did a different setup. Um, because it actually felt like they were modeling instead of like going back and forth with the same three dresses when they do fashion shows. But beautiful gown. A little five foot runway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> beautiful gowns. There was that silver that silver one towards the end with the hip belt that was really cute. Uh that black dress. I'm, I'm trying I wish I saw the pictures. I need to pull up on the phone or something. But they were beautiful gowns. Not all of them were my taste, but they were beautiful. Yeah, I, I did think the gowns were pretty, which is rare for me because oh, I feel like. Oh. Hold on one second, one second. Joan, Joan and Grace Scavage, she said John McCook himself. He signed. He said it himself. Signed into twenty twenty six. He said the plot involves father versus son. Brad Bell just interviewed saying that they take ten episodes and expect lots of emotional scenes and drama. Uh, Joan, can you let me know where you found that? Because I like to, I would like to see that. Um, I don't know if you follow me on Instagram. Hit me up in my DMs in the message area if you have that information. Because I would like to check into that to see, you know, what's the details behind that. Okay? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's asking. Everybody's wondering. Go ahead. What you say? Yeah, I was just gonna say my thing is if this character doesn't die or retire at the end of the storyline, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> what? Because, <laughs> That's gonna be because pissed. y'all. Yeah, because y'all done dragged us through all this BS. I can, I kind of understand what he's. If you're gonna take us through this emotional turmoil, and I guess people can flip that with happiness with the cure, but. 
do. I can't. I don't yeah. want it. I don't want to kill him. Just <laughs> let him go off into the sunset if this is what it's going to be. Well, y'all because heard this storyline from- has been painfully boring, pulled out of thin air, no indication or buildup that uh, Eric had, you know, whatever issue he had on top of. He doing stupid stuff again with the money because they were complaining about how much he was spending on his line. And then we find out that um, if Eric wins, hope for the future's budget is at risk. So because of your stupid little ego, you didn't basically risk um, one of your most successful clothing lines. Because Hope for the Future was doing good. Like they had that successful trip. Um, Everybody was praising Thomas and Hope. And now because Eric wants to puff out his chest, he's putting Hope for the Future at risk. I I mean, I'm on Eric's side. I, this is what I'll say. If this is his grand finale... He's a founder. If this, if he wants to spend the money, it's his name. Nobody, nobody should complain when that's the name they eat off. Forester, as much as they drive home and saying that they're foresters. If 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 he wants to spend money and spend that budget and say, hey, this is my last go around, I'm gonna really make this count. I, I support that because hope hope for the future is going to be there after Eric. So if that's put off to the side, that's fine. They had a whole campaign with those two dresses in Italy. And 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 that was all the, that's all that they got from that. So it's not like she didn't have a push. She had a push. It's just he wants to, you know, have his last go around. And it, eventually the company is going to go to those kids anyway. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. And, well, I do and know this that is he- why Eric's attitude and what he, in my opinion, what he's doing right now with this whole little um, fashion show face-off is why he's lost that company or why that company has been in trouble in the past. And Steffi, Stephanie and Steffi have had to save his ass because he keeps he does stuff like this. He doesn't care. It's my name, my company. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to I'm going to put us in a potential financial bind and basically tie up funds that could be going to um, this successful line over here because I want to beat my son in a fashion show. Like I get, I get what, I get what you're saying, Bree, for sure. But you still run a business and that company has been in financial trouble before because of stupid decisions that Eric has made. All right, I just sat back and listened to y'all go. <laughs> okay, listen, just, that makes I'm sorry, Eric, Eric works my nerves. He works my I, nerves. I guess my thing is I don't want to be taken through the whole the bloody napkins and the cough and the music in the background. And it's just like, oh my God. There was a couple of days I could I just I had to skip through it. Thank God I got DR. <laughs> You know, because it's uh, it's just too much. And so I got the parts where, you know, of course, you know, I do my recaps and stuff like that. But it's like, oh, my goodness. Oh, we I don't know how much longer 
we're going to have to deal with, you know, watching either him continue to deteriorate or they find a magical cure. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they found the stapler. <laughs> that damn stapler. I, I was so annoyed by this. So, this girl, this comes out of nowhere. She's able to find Eric's missing stapler now. And it was all the way in storage. So Ridge knew where all of Eric's stuff was. He could have he gave his daddy that stuff. I think when it came down to that stapler not being on the desk, that's when then Eric in turn, <laughs> he, he went rogue <laughs> immediately. Yeah, because he was fussing about that stapler. Mm-hmm. So that so this is my other question. Ridge is moving out of that office, but isn't Steffi also the co CEO? Sure is. So has anybody discussed any of this stuff with her? He will in the next few weeks. And my, I mean, my guess is when she finds out that he's dying, that she's just going to concede and say, "Okay, I'll move out of the office too." But they have completely disregarded Steffi's role in that company. I don't care that she was in Italy. She's still co-CEO of the company. There's no reason why you guys couldn't have consulted with her. And Eric acting as if, you know, everybody has just been disrespecting his office. It's just like, you wouldn't even have that office if it wasn't for your granddaughter. (laughs) You wouldn't have that company if it wasn't for your granddaughter. Girl, I'm laughing at Rachel Williams' comments. She said, did you see how old that stapler was? Look like George Washington's stapler. <laughs> but it, it, it's, the, it's the principle. It's the principle, okay? <laughs> that stapler has probably seen more things in that room than probably we have, okay? That's that's the biggest commitment I mean, that he's had. Listen, that I think the show came on in 1987. Am I correct? And yeah. so I remember what 1987 looked like because I was, what, 16? I don't think the staplers look that old. That stapler looked like it came from the 1930s. <laughs> so I know that they had to make the stapler look old, but yeah, staplers didn't look that old as far back as 1987. Mm-mm. Unless it's like an antique stapler. I don't know. I don't know, but I do agree with whoever said either you or Keisha was saying that all of a sudden you go in there, oh, there's the box, and bring it back up. Yeah, and Ridge knew exactly. Can you go down there? There's a box in storage. Can you go get it? Exactly, and he could have saved himself and some money by just getting his dad's stuff together. All he wanted to do was just be acknowledged. And had Ridge just wanted to work with his dad, just work with his dad, well, correction, work with the dad who's been raising him. Mm-mm. Because if when it comes down to firstborn, it's Thorn, but... He has loved you. He has cared for you. He is giving you the, the skill sets and the talents to even be a part of that company. Even though you're a Maroney, you still should have been. like he knew that. Uh, he, he knows present day and he's still acting like he, he, he's for Sir Patient Zero. No. Mm-mm. 
he he needs he should have just worked with his dad i think that would have saved a lot of time a lot of money and a lot of distress i think he probably would have confided in his son if anything he ridge knows him the longest out of everybody i think a close second would be brooke so it, and the fact that he had to go to ridge jr for help he was really reaching out to his son reaching out to ridge the one he's been raising all this time and still is because he's still childish I don't feel sorry for you. <laughs> that man has been an a, a jerk his in, the entire run of this show. He he's, egotistical. Yeah, he just I I just I don't I don't feel bad for him. I just don't. Eric was a three hundred four himself. Uh, we we can't even deny that he's been with a lot of women, including Lauren, who we saw. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it, it's. I don't know. I think I, I just, just I feel differently for seniors. That's all. And this and I just can't take this this relationship with Donna serious. I, well, that I mean, still annoys the, me. Here's the other problem with this whole storyline is this diagnosis. And I understand there, you know, there's some speculations that they don't want the fans to try to connect a certain diagnosis with what's on television, you know, because yeah. But when you look at what's coming up in the next week or so, Ridge is going to try to figure out what's wrong with them. And when they talk to the doctors in the next week or so, there's no answers. So you're telling this man that he's dying, but you don't know what's killing him. So just to kind of give you, and I'll talk more about it in the spoilers over the weekend, but Ridge and Brooke go to the doctor with Eric to demand answers, but they come up empty-handed. Thorsten K had went into a whole interview talking about it, saying how frustrating there it is. There are so many unanswered questions, and Ridge thinks that there's got to be other doctors, better doctors, other things that they can do. That's the thing about money. If you got a lot of money like the foresters do, you think there's always a way to fix the problem. And there's no answers. How do you... Okay, if you know that the person is dying, what's wrong with them? Even... I don't piggyback off of that. The fact that they went to other doctors when there's doctors in their whole family. Bridget, Eric's daughter. They have Lee and they have Finn and I would even say throw Taylor in there. They all had doctor degrees. They all PhDs. Yep. And they all care for Eric. Well, not all, but Taylor and Bridget, yeah. But Finn would do would do anything to help Steffi's grandfather. So I, I, I don't understand. Like, you went to other doctors when you have doctors in your family. That, yeah. It's going to be really funny next week. <laughs> Yeah, and now it's and there's no excuse now because the first excuse that Eric had was I want to keep it under wraps between Donna and RJ. They know now. Brooke knows. Katie knows. Ridge knows. You might as well rope in Finn and Lee and Bridget. Why not? That makes no sense to me that you're going around the world and back and nobody knows any answers, but you can't. You got three doctors in your own 
within arm's length from you. It just makes no sense. Whoa, whoa. I still want to see his original doctor. We still want to see him on Oh, you want to see that guy? Yeah. Oh. Oh, Keisha, you got a little bit of a him. You got a little bit of an eye candy crush. I mean, that man is fine. I'm telling Thomas. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to keep them in separate boxes. Uh They don't need to know about each other. Oh, my goodness. What, you got two side pieces? Well, I got three because Finn's a little fine, too. Uh, Who? Wow. Okay. Who else she say? Finn. Oh, Finn. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I thought Steffi was your girl, though. She is. <laughs> oh, she gonna, listen. Else, she gonna tell you LA is her town. Don't come over here try to take <laughs> Anyway, let's go ahead and move on to this final part, which is this whole thing with Steffi being back. And I like the fact that she came straight back to her husband. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I can't wait the little puke find out. Me neither. And here's the thing. Liam thrives when he's fighting for a woman. This all all this is going to do is just fuel this man to try to fight for Steffi more because Liam hates losing. He hates losing a woman. He was doing mm-hmm. he was doing a lot of back and forth with Wyatt with the same women. He he He's not worried about Finn. That's why he had no problem telling Steffi about the fact that Sheila and Deacon are engaged. He has no problem telling everybody that he's in love with Steffi. I don't think that the writers are going to just say all that and then these two kissers are still out there. Oh, girl. Oh, yeah. I don't, I, it's not going to be that easy either. I'm, actually, I'm looking forward to it, though, because I am praying that they let Liam be a full-on Bill Spencer-level type of villain with this whole thing. Because I I have been wanting to see Scott Clifton play a villain-type character for years now. And I think he would do a great job at it. Mm-mm. Well, hopefully we'll get to see it, you know, that Liam plays the villain. What I want to get to see, I want to see Liam cry a little bit. <laughs> Whether or not he get his feelings hurt that Steffi is, I hope, what would be great, you know, since since um, Liam like to walk in people's offices unannounced and people's houses unannounced, go ahead and walk in Steffi's house and find Finn and Steffi right there on that couch. Oh, that, oh that's not going to knock him out. That, that's not going to knock him out. He need to take a trip over just the Forest of Creations in one of those offices. He <laughs> need to just get a, a smell the aroma. That's going to knock him out. <laughs> he's, he's what are you talking time, right? about with Hope and Thomas? Of course. Everybody else don't walk in on him. It's Liam's turn. Yes. Well, well Steffi about to walk in on Thomas and Hope next week, so. She ain't gonna be happy about it either. Mm-mm. Oh yeah, bitch. She, yeah, she's not gonna be happy because she knows Liam is gonna be fully focused on her. She's like, I'm trying to work on my marriage. 
Like, no. Actually, she's going to be more upset at hope that she's not actually going to put his put her brother back into a bad position because she's going to learn that that's only physical. Yeah, and rightfully so. I think that she should. Mm-hmm. But it's, I think enough people have gone to hope and have warned her about Thomas and questioning her her judgment and what she's doing and granted we don't like what she's doing with thomas especially with him pleading and saying that he loves her and, and he's the only one who's trying to show that attention that she's been crying about but this woman is going to still continue to do what she wants to and it's if unless thomas says no no one's really going to stop them and my question is, will Steffi tell Liam what she saw? Because that right there is going to be the nail in the coffin for Hope and Liam for a while. Because he will not be okay with the fact that that Hope was sleeping with Thomas for months now. Well, from Do you what think I Liam cares anymore? Because I feel like I've gotten the, I've gotten the sense and the feeling that Liam doesn't seem to care. And I, I don't know. I, I, there was um, something that he said to, I, I think it was when he was talking to Wyatt. This was weeks and weeks ago. And he said something like, something to the effect of and whatever Hope is doing with Thomas or whatever Thomas and Hope are doing together. or He said something like that. I can't remember who he was talking to or, or why he even said it. He's but, and and then for him to be the way that he was on that scene with Thomas a couple of weeks ago, it was almost as if everything before that didn't even happen, and it it was like he didn't he doesn't care because he's so laser focused on Steffi now, which is I don't know. He I think he was saying something to like. I think he was calling, and I'm paraphrasing, I think he was calling Hope a mistake, like his greatest mistake or something that to the effect, like mm-hmm. he was downplaying Hope and he was trying to say something about Steffi, like he should have always been with her. And the thing is, Liam, he will be laser focused on one woman, one minute. And then as soon as he gets rejected, even for a second, He'll try to find the next woman available. He can't handle rejection. So that's why I'm hoping that Steffi does tell him that way that will be the nail in the coffin for Hope and Liam. And then she solidifies things with Steffi and Finn. Uh, Sorry, with Steffi solidifies things with her and her husband. He ain't got no place to go to or no one to run to. That's going to turn him crazy like his daddy. (laughs) As I'm long looking as he at, becomes a villain, that's 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 the end game I'm looking for. Dewan said, "Let Tink Tink lost to Thomas." <laughs> it was more than just a loss. She wasted no time sleeping with Thomas. She had a whole awakening. She got a new style, new haircut, new everything. She was not missing Liam at all. I think she was just tired after a decade or so. Technically, yeah. we can't even really say that he lost to Thomas because Liam dropped her. I mean, no, she he well, she was kissing on Thomas in Rome and he he had to 
witnessed that. So he, I mean, this is the same person everyone keeps saying to stay away from, and she gives in to that man. He lost. Uh, Jenna, I don't think they are divorced. They signed the papers, but we never saw them file it. And that is the thing that I just, that I still want to know with Hope. Like, I, I want to see, because there was at no point where Hope told Liam she was done with him. It has always been Liam saying, no, 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 we're not getting back together. I want a divorce. I can't forgive you. It's always been him saying it and her asking. She has not once, and she still struggles with the fact that she lost Liam. And yes, she did kiss Thomas in Rome. However, she was, and I've said it before, she was never, ever prepared to leave Liam for Thomas. She wanted her marriage to work out whether it was for Beth or whatever other reason. But then when she says to Thomas last week or a couple of weeks ago, and she said something like, I, I don't know if I'll ever love somebody the way that I love Liam. Yeah, that was, ooh, that was a good. And it makes it just, I, I just want to, I need there to be something between the two of them where Hope looks at Liam and says, I'm done with you. Because I have a feeling that, if Liam went to Hope tomorrow and said, "Let's work on our, let's work on our marriage, let's tear up the divorce papers," I feel like Hope would drop Thomas, or she would think very hard about it. I don't think it would be easy for her to just walk away from Liam. And I think the only reason why she's doing what she's doing with Thomas is because Liam basically gave her no hope of their marriage being repaired. I. Mm. I can't really say that. I would say because the beginning of this year, we saw this girl. She was fantasizing about Thomas. She had thought about this mm-hmm. man. She was perfectly fine in her marriage. And it this came to a point where she had to try to save her company. Now she's all around this man. And starting having fantasies and then fantasizing about Thomas while they're getting it in, while she was getting it in with Liam. So it's... She's thought about this. She has fantasized. She knows there was something that she felt was missing within Liam that she was okay with stepping outside of her marriage. I don't think it's not necessarily a commitment thing because they were married for so long. Um, Because I think Beth was, what, seven years old. So they were what married for seven years during that time. So she was happy to be committed with Liam. It's just she... I don't want to say if she was bored with her marriage or maybe she wanted well, to... She was definitely bored. Or she wanted to get... We, see, we remember those sex scenes. <laughs> or maybe she thought maybe I'll get a little get back or something from all the years that he's cheated on her. I don't know. I, I don't even think it's any of that. This came out of her own blooming attraction to Thomas because during this past year, Liam has pretty much been laser focused on Hope. He wasn't sniffing around Steffi up until after Rome. Before that, they weren't having any issues. This is Hope started budding and having feelings about Thomas. And, you know, we had um, Paris talking about, don't you think Thomas is hot? Yeah, he's kind of hot. You remember all those conversations? And all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. she was watching him and looking at him. She started building an attraction to this man all on her own. She's the one that's been projecting this whole breakup on Liam. 
Because as much as Liam have been waffling in the years past, this past year before Rome, Liam was pretty much focused. He was so focused that he would stay up at Forrester, stay away from my wife, Thomas. Are you with my wife, Thomas? My wife alone, (laughs) Thomas. You know, I mean, he was so laser focused on everything from the last year's fashion show. Hope started feeling some kind of weighty, and she blew him off when she was supposed to go home. She stayed on the couch drinking with, with Thomas. Thomas went in for a kiss. She pulled back, and she left. Then they put it on the back burner because of the CPS call. Then we come right back to this in, like, May. And then now she's like, hmm, Thomas is looking kind of hot over there. But then she was like, well, I don't want to have a divided heart. Well, up until 2022, yeah. But from 2022 to 2023 before Rome, Liam was focused on her. Yep. He was focused on her. She wanted to figure out and pull that old behavior out of the sky and use this as an excuse to cover up her attraction for Thomas. Now, much I like dope. Believe me, I do. But she got to take accountability for that one. She can't put all that on, on Liam. And I'm not saying like she doesn't have feelings for Thomas or that. I mean, hell, maybe she's even in love with him by now. She's just not a minute to herself. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that even with all of those feelings that she drummed up in this past year um, before, you know, Rome, all the fantasy she was having and all that kind of stuff. Um, I I don't think that she her intention was ever to leave Liam. I think what probably would have happened is she would have ended up cheating up cheating on him anyway. Right later on down the line. Um, but at at, at that point in Rome and even after Rome and even I don't know a couple of weeks after they got back from Rome, she she wasn't planning on leaving him, and it's I don't. I just need there to be I need there to be something solid to show that yeah that she is just dead set against wanting to still be married to Liam and it makes me wonder if they're dragging things out so long between them Um, because it's a soap world we know that we know how quickly they put characters back into relationships and and for the amount of time that it's been for Thope, which is cool because they, they rarely ever do this. I just wonder if they're dragging it out so long because they're still not sure whether or not they're going to make them officially a couple. I hope that they do because the, the chemistry is too good for them not to do it. And I feel like they've wasted enough years not having them together. But uh, it almost makes me feel like they're the writers or the producers dragging their feet for a reason and we we still haven't heard Hope completely just be done with Liam or say that she's done with Liam or wants to be completely done with him and I feel like they're doing that on purpose they're doing it for a reason and it's driving me nuts and I know people are saying that they enjoy the slow burn and, and all that kind of stuff and they're building up their love story. I get it, but I- I'm gonna need something to happen by the end of this year. 
Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, either, yeah. either give me give me something give me a relate like a for real i'm in love with you thomas relationship or i, I need them to stop with the with thomas telling her that he loves him and i just need them to act like a normal couple and go on some freaking dates like why can't they go on a date i i was about to say that i was i was hoping for that too but i feel like there's a missed opportunity especially with like hope's character it's so it's so unlike her for her to cheat and have an affair they really shouldn't let this be a long drawn out affair where she's like lying and cheating where she's lying about where she is and like she has to keep up with all her lives i wanted to actually break her and kind of really be in the other person's shoes when it comes to cheating. And then that way I can see like her emotions, you know, waving where she loves Liam, but she likes the way, but she loves the way that Thomas makes her feels like I wanted mm-hmm. to see that storyline cycle of an that affair. Great. Yeah. And we would see hot scenes of her sneaking off to have an affair with Thomas in the office. It would have shown maybe meaning if that makes sense, guys. Um, where she's doing all of this and she's you know getting you know hot loving it at the end of all of it versus she's aware that thomas has feelings for her and she is continuing to use him for physical needs and that's it gotcha okay let's move back to the story <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh yeah sorry <laughs> i don't even think we had any soap this week barely we didn't. <laughs> Um, how can you not talk about them I know but yeah I know um, but with Steffi coming back this also means that she claimed that she was no longer afraid of Sheila Carter and that she wanted to confront Sheila Carter and I gotta say Finn said the right things I thought you didn't want to be anywhere near Sheila and she was like yeah but <laughs> I'm like uh, this is what I'm talking about stay away from that lady why do you have to go over there Sheila has not even been except for the fact that Deacon invited Finn over to the restaurant a couple weeks ago Sheila hasn't been nowhere near Finn lately at all she's been keeping her distance Finn's been keeping his distance but no you gotta go over there and provoke a fight, and technically both her and what's her name, Lee. That could have been assault. Yep. I mean, it was assault. It was assault. Yeah. Now, I mean, Sheila Carter is holding some restraint, even though in her mind she was looking at them knives, but she did not act when Lee put her face in that spaghetti. And then I don't know what's going to happen on Monday, but I got to give it to Deacon. Like, hey, don't touch my girl. Because <laughs> she stepped in her face and she turned around and she shoved her. It's like, and if I was Finn, I'd be like, what are you doing? You keep putting us in this position. Yeah, exactly. I found it really funny. That all of a sudden now she's not afraid of Sheila. So you took all this time away from your husband and time away from him spending time with his own children 
because you were terrified. Now, all of a sudden, you go to Europe and and you're uh, China the wrestler. Stop. No. No. I. How was it this woman was terrified in the bathroom what uh, last year when she saw Nine Toes Sheila and she was like, I think they, there was like spoilers saying that she was going to confront Sheila and then all we saw her do was just be stuck on stupid. I don't understand what all of a sudden just changed. Did she get into martial arts? Did she hire a hitman? Like, why is she all of a sudden now so confident enough to go to Sheila's apartment and push her now? But you were so terrified for your children's life. I don't understand that. Yeah, I mean, it. I know they had to figure out an exit strategy for Jackie to go have a baby. That's the thing, you know. Oh, I'm leaving to go off to Rome. And, of course, you know, she went and she had a fourth child. Um, So I guess that was the way they had to, to write it. But to come back, this is the woman that she's dangerous. Everybody, the famous word, dangerous. But you go over there and you poke the bear, her and Lee. It's like, stay out that crazy woman's face. She ain't bother you. She up, she was on the couch with her legs all tangled up with deacons. They were smooching. They were doing some <laughs> tongue wrestling. They wasn't thinking about y'all. Mm-hmm. And she come over there banging on the door like she's the police. This they come the, walking this in. This is the old messy Steffi from before. Yep. From before she got shot, so and this yep. is this is what, in my opinion, this is what Steffi fans wanted. We wanted the the old Steffi back, not the one that was scared for the last three four months. So I'm okay with it. And like you said, they had to they had to figure out a, a, a exit strategy for her to do her maternity leave and that was the route they chose to take was that she was so scared. She moved to, you know, Italy for however long. And then now she's back and she's back to her old self. So it was going to have to be one way or the other. Because they, I mean, what else are you going to do with the, the Sheila character? They couldn't have Steffi be afraid of her for however much longer she's on the show. So she was going to have to get back to her old self and not be afraid of Sheila anymore in order for any of this storyline to work. First of all, Deacon shouldn't have let her in the house. Like, shoot, don't come over here with this nonsense. If you're going to come over to talk, talk. Otherwise, you in my house. On the flip side, Finn should have been like, didn't we just go through a whole bunch of stuff with this woman? You keep chasing her. You keep jumping in her face. After the whole thing, which I know we disagree, Keisha, back, you know, with the alley situation. Then when she mm-hmm. saw Sheila downstairs at Ir Giardino, Finn had to stop her from chasing after her then. He was like, didn't you learn from last time? Then you go over there. I'm going over to confront her in her face. And Finn is like, uh, I thought you wanted to stay away from her. Or y'all need... He goes right over there and looking like, duh. I'm like, dude, really? So, mm, I, I, I just like, I like Sheikin. 
if Deacon can keep Sheila all loved up and booed up over there in that little love shack that they got going on, I'm okay with that. Everybody else just need to mind their own business. Exactly. If if you want Sheila out of your lives, you guys, then act as if she's not there. Don't go to El Giardino. I guess don't hang around Deacon. And that's pretty much it. That's all you can do. She was in jail until Bill took her out. So this is the result. Uh, Steffi's stupid father had the whole FBI and it didn't stop her. So it's, I, I guess all Steffi really can can do is just, I'm not scared of you no more. Hmm. Okay. This is the, the Michael Myers of daytime. Okay. <laughs> I think she would take no qualms making a repeat of what she did in the alley. Yeah, she keep doing it. It's like, it's one thing if whatever happened in the alley, I'm not going to jump in your face no more. You put a bullet in me and my husband. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to chase you down the street. I'm not going to go over to your house. I'm not going to go over to your house and step in your face and shove you. Are you crazy? (laughs) I ain't doing that. And for her to continue to do that, it's like, Y'all, it's almost like the same thing with Adam. They don't want him to do anything. They think he's doing anything, but you like to poke the bear so he can retaliate. So y'all can say, oh, see, I told you so. The same thing here. Lee went over there specifically. She even told Finn that, I'm going to go over here and I'm going to change this. She She wanted Sheila to react so she can automatically throw her butt in jail. You know, you know what thing is, if she was going to, she's going to do what she's going to do, regardless of if Steffi sits at home on her couch and never says one word to her because she still wants to be in Finn's life, or uh, Steffi goes and gets in her face. Either way it goes, Sheila's reaction is going to be, it, it's, it's extreme. It's always extreme. Right now, she's not reacting, but... Steffi is still going to continue to say, you're you're not going to be in our lives. Finn's not going to have anything to do with you. And Sheila's not going to put up with that. And she's going to try something. So not saying that what Steffi did was okay. Like, yeah, definitely you need to keep your hands to yourself. But Steffi could have just stood there and said X, Y, Z to her. And because Sheila doesn't agree with it, and it's what she doesn't like and what she doesn't want. Eventually, Sheila is going to do what Sheila does. And she's going to pull her little tricks and her little schemes and whatever else she's going to try. And she's going to be right back in that same boat that she was two years ago, three years ago, however long ago that was. Because I mean, she's that pissed whole- off that she's not getting her way. That's just, that's her MO. That's what she does. The whole thing about her talking about this is my, L.A. is my town. I'm like, girl, what does that mean? (laughs) You know, it's just like, come on. Seriously? Okay, and I I can give you that, Keisha, if she just want to go and say something to her. Like, look, just stay away from my family, blah, 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 blah. But she took two steps forward in her face and then turn around and push her. It's like, what you doing? You trying to antagonize? Mm. It's one thing if you just say your piece 
and leave, but you purposely trying to do something to get somebody to react. It's like, girl, if you don't get out of here. And I'm glad Deacon stepped in. He's he's gonna be he's the only one that cares for her that like that. I was just, I I was laughing at the fact that she was like, "L.A. is my city. This is mine. So you own L.A. now, but you still have to run out the city because you scared of one person. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 L.A. is your city. This is not a reality TV show. No." Real Housewives of LA. Yeah, this this is not. <laughs> no, you you don't own a whole city because if you if that were the case, you would have had a whole city working for you, and Sheila would not have been a thought. But yeah. you know, I'm wondering is that those kisses got to fall in at a pivotal point because after this, you know that she is not going to be happy with Steffi. She's going to see this as. Steffi standing in the way. Steffi even left. She said again. She was still mad at her. I said she was not happy with Steffi before Steffi even went to Italy. So this little thing ain't. This didn't change anything in Sheila with her. She didn't like her before now. Right, but this would be even worse when you got somebody (laughs) in your face. And if they're going to write this in a way where she needs to get Steffi out of the way. I mean, I guess the only thing to do that is to put little puke in between them. And from what I understand, Liam is not giving up, even though he knows that she is back with her husband. He's going around trying to ask Riz for favors next week and telling his daddy how he figured he's the better man for her than Finn is. I mean, he ain't done. Yeah. So, and who knows, he might even lob a grenade a grenade up in there and say, yeah, I kissed your wife twice now. Just to upset something. Because he got to know that Finn wouldn't be happy about that. And the fact that she kept that a secret. I don't think that he, I don't think Liam is going to purposely If he's a villain, he could. Finn, I, because if he if he does he would have to do it in a way, at least if he's saying it directly to Finn, he would have to basically do it in a way to make it seem as if Steffi wanted him to kiss her or accepted his kisses. I don't think Liam's above ratting himself out. I think because he's done it. Right. Because he's done it before. He just never takes accountability for his actions. He always places blame on other people. And he's just innocent and he does nothing. I feel he could be like, well, Steffi was scared. She needed comfort. I wanted to be there for her. I loved her. She she and I have this history. Liam will say whatever. I, I don't think he would be uh, above ratting on himself if he knows he can get Steffi in the end. Especially if Finn is like, see, you thought she was coming back home to you. I know I'm the man for her. And if Finn goes into this whole thing about making him one-upping Liam, Liam is like, oh, really? Well, maybe you didn't know this. Blah, 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 blah. And even if it wasn't the fact that Steffi kissed him, the fact that she didn't tell her husband that her ex kissed her, that's going to be a whole problem. He's going to be like, you kissed my wife. Of course, he's going to be pissed at Liam. But she, he probably also go, how dare you not tell me that, that Liam kissed you? 
know. I feel like Sheila's going to be the one that finds out. Exactly. That's even worse. Yeah. I, I don't think it'll be Lena. It could. At least not on purpose. I think it, if if anything, it would come up in a heated conversation. Much to what you were saying, Letitia, he and Finn could have an interaction where that could come up in conversation where Finn is like taking a victory lap and saying, hey, you didn't get my wife. Liam could be like, you know, we had those kisses. And then what happens if Steffi were to tell Finn that Hope and Thomas were sleeping together and Finn tells Liam about that? Man, this whole thing can get messy. Like yes. you said, with with <laughs> Steffi finding that out, and them kisses got you know Steffi find out about dope, and those kisses are still out there. That could be huge. But I just think that other big story. It depends on how long they're going to deal with this storyline with Eric, because that's probably going to take up a lot of going into the holidays. Yeah. And the fact that oh. Steffi and Thomas is supposed to find out about Eric, so that's going to change their whole mindset with their grandfather passing away. So it, I don't know how they're going to enter it. It's going to be interesting to see how long they're going to pull out the Eric storyline in order to put the other storylines on ice. Because I can't see her being so focused on Sheila and all this other stuff when they find both her and Thomas find out that their grandfather is sick. And that's supposed to happen in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you guys feel that maybe a, they're going to keep dragging this out all the way to February? Because like you were saying with, with Eric's storyline, they're going to take that all the way into the holidays for sure. They're going to drag that out. Mm-hmm. I, I think the the Finn Liam Steffi triangle is going to be dragged out pretty long. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I agree with you on that, uh, Keish. Absolutely. I mean, it's already been what? This is November. That was July. Four months already that those kisses been sitting on ice. Yep. And nothing came out about it. It makes sense for them to like focus on, I guess, Eric's storyline because they focus a lot of like stuff around the holiday times. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think maybe towards February sweeps, we'll finally get to see Hope and Thomas as a couple. So I can understand they really want to wrap all this up and kind of drag this out because they will drag out Steffi, Finn and Liam. They will definitely do that. Oh, absolutely. That's going to be, yeah, especially with the bigger thing being this. There, I mean, if they're going to really truly exit John McCook, there, there's got to be an end date or a timeline to that. And that's not something that they're going to drag out for the next six months, obviously, because he's supposed to have less than six months to live, according mm-hmm. to what the doctor said, even though they don't have a diagnosis. But, um, the way that this is written and he's coughing up blood and it's getting worse. So this is going to take up some time and some screen time. And especially with, like I say, Steph and Thomas finding out in the next couple of weeks that that grand, their grandfather is ill. I can't see them being so focused on Sheila. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think they're just trying to just wrap the little loose ends come to holiday time. And hopefully with the, the, the writers that came back, 
get some new fresh perspectives, fresh storylines for January. I'm hoping. Keep my fingers crossed. Yeah. Taylor is back next week, too. Thank goodness. For an episode, right? Yes, uh, November 9th episode next Thursday when she confronts Sheila, too. <laughs> I read that her and Brooke get an argument as well. Yeah, they probably do over them kids. But I do know that spoiler for November 9th is her confront Sheila. I'm tired of them playing my girl. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with Krista Allen. We have seen her, what, twice in the last four months? The last time she was on was the first week of October, the last week of September. That was it. She had like four episodes and that was it. When she confronted Hope about Thomas. So, all right, you guys, let's go ahead and do our last two segments. Our Flip the Script segment and who's taking some seats. So, for those that are new here, our Flip the Script segment is that if there's one particular storyline that you wish you could change, that's where we flip the script or scene. And then who's taking a seat? Somebody got on your nerves, annoyed you, did something stupid, was bratty, and you need to go tell them to sit down somewhere and go think about what they did. That's where we go take some seats. So for the young and the restless, what uh, what do you have for your flip? Whoever want to go first? Um, I was trying to think of everything that happened this week. Um, I would say for me, when... Nate, actually correction, when Adam and Nick were having that conversation where Adam was stating, hey, he did all of the stuff for his dad, I really wish he didn't say anything. I really wish he just kept it moving and kept it to himself. And he, I wish he had brought that information to Nate instead because at least with Nate, he's suspicious of Adam, but he doesn't have the ax to grind against Adam. He might have taken that seriously over Nick. Okay, what you got, Keish? Um, I would say when, sorry, when um, when Sally and Nick were talking, which by the way, did they really need to go up to the room to talk? Um, but anyway, when they were talking and Nick made the comment about, um, so this tells me that you're taking my advice serious and you're trying to figure out um, what your feelings are for Adam. I wish she had told Nick to mind his business. You broke up with me. I'm not your concern anymore. So please mind your business. You don't need to ask me anything about Adam. I heard that. Okay. Um, my flip to script would have been Adam should have just did this whole thing. And I mean, it, it kind of would have wouldn't have worked either way because his siblings don't like him. But you know, giving them information. And then they're telling you what to do, what not to do. And you can't, we don't want you a part of it and all that. Look, go help your dad. Do the nice things on your own. And like I said, with next next week with Nicholas flipping the script on him, it's all because Adam is trying to be so accommodating and transparent to his siblings, but they take this stuff and use it against him. You know what? Just work with your pops on your own. Even though Victor is screwing over all of them, maybe he is, you know, something's going on. But I don't know. I guess we'll find out. So that would have been my flip. What y'all got for both? Oh, 
the one that was really annoying me, I wish the writers would have written an interaction between Sheila and Lauren. Oh. Yes. Missed opportunity. This annoyed me. I was hoping, hoping for these next couple of episodes, like, okay, Sheila's gonna pop in or Lauren's gonna go to El Jargino. There's gonna be some some sort of thing. There's no way they would have brought Lauren over here and Sheila's alive and well, and there won't be any form of interaction. Didn't even get it. Girl, listen, they did that twice because Nikki came over, no interaction. And yep, Lauren right. came over before, knowing they it, it was missed opportunities all day. Yep. Yep. Okay, what you got, Keish, for Bo? Um, as happy as I am that my girl is back, um, I I wish that she just would have went the road of we're just going to pretend Sheila doesn't exist instead of going it, over the deep ends and putting her hands on. Thank. Yep. Yep. I totally agree. Totally agree. My flip is Deacon should have thrown both of them out. Don't come over here with that. Um, we were having a good time on the couch. We was, you know, having a little bit of private time. My girl just got off work. She was complaining about happy hour. She wanted a foot massage and some kissing. And y'all come <laughs> over here with that nonsense. Get out. Yep. <laughs> he can put his foot down. I agree. <laughs> Yeah, and I, you know, sitting up there, let this go on. Both of them, Finn and Deacon. I mean, Deacon stepped in when Steffi put her hands on him, but Finn is just standing there like, "Oh, okay, I'm just here, <laughs> dude." <laughs> okay, all right. Now, who's taking some seats on the Young and the Restless? Kyle <laughs> and Ashley. Kyle and, and Ashley. Tucker. Tucker can take a seat too. He can take a seat because I'm annoyed that he hey, was hey, Bri, this. Uh-huh. I need you to block somebody in the chat. Okay. At the bottom. I got him. There we go. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Don't come over here with that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, All right. Go ahead. Um, who, was, who was giving their seats? Keish? Yeah, I think she was giving hers. Go ahead, Keisha. I'm sorry. We had to take care of that in the chat. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so I said I said Kyle for obvious reasons. Oh, um, yeah. You said Ashley. Kyle and Ashley. Okay. Ashley, yeah. But I threw Tucker in there, too, because he's back to playing his little silly games as well. Gotcha. What you got, Bree? Who's taking some seats? Kyle. Kyle, 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 I have never seen a man go voluntarily go to the sunken place. And, <laughs> and, and uh, <laughs> Audra is driving that ship. So I guess he's going to take his seat and is going along for that ride. It's going to hurt like hell. Well, yep. Oh, well, too bad. So sad. <laughs> um, And then my take a seat is Nicholas and Victoria. They get on my nerves. So bad. And you might as well throw Victor in there because he playing games. It's mm-hmm. like, why are you doing this to your family? So those are my seats. And we got a lot of them in there. Um <laughs> Rachel said I nominate Puke Boy for a lifetime membership in the seat sitting club. 
<laughs> he could be club president. Uh, T.A. say flip the script. They would have showed Ashley seeing Tucker crying outside after the conversation. I wonder what she would have mm. felt anything about that. Mm. Jenna says Nick, Nikki, Victoria, Sally, Ashley, and Victor. And bold, she wished Eric would have won the fashion show outright. Right. Mm-hmm. Mary says Kyle realizes that he should stick with Jabot. He, I hope he wake up and get out of this stupid plan. I don't. I want it to all blow up in his face. I want him to try to, to carry it through and everything blows up in his face. <laughs> I agree. Keisha said, let it blow. Let it blow. Mm-hmm. Um, Jenna said, take a seat, Liam and Ridge. Oh, yeah. Melissa, I agree. Melissa said, I guess who we know who the boss is between Finn and Steffi. Oh, we've been on that. <laughs> yeah, we've been on that. Some of us sometimes think he's a handsome, but yet a sound. Um, Ice Woman says, Nikki, Victoria, Nick, and Kyle. Flip the script, Mary Hilburn. Eric, tell everyone he's going to retire and marry Donna. Yeah, take Donna mm-hmm. with you, too. If you're going to go off somewhere, take Donna with you. Um, The whole Newman family and Kyle take a seat, according to T.A., Oh, and Darby 13 said, I wish Sheila would tell Deacon, I love you, but I can't have all these people coming in uninvited, start fights with me. I can't do anything about it. Yeah, her hands is tied because the moment she even do anything, they're going to be like, see, 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 I told you. I agree. Um, Yeah, don't have these people coming over here. You know they're going to start fights and talk crazy. up. I wouldn't do it. Be like, what do you want? We want to see Sheila. Not today. (laughs) Mm-mm-mm. Don't even answer the door. I know right. you're in there. Yeah, we in here. So what? Exactly. You ain't getting past that door. So, um, Mary said, Victoria, Nick, Nikki, and Nate take a seat. Kyle does need a big thorny seat that whip his butt. Um, Nana says, Hope was just having a moment, fantasizing a little bit too much, but Hope is always straight with Thomas, so she's not leading him on. He elects to stick around fully, knowing Hope's true feelings. Um, Jenna agreed with something you said, Keisha. Um, I don't remember what I said. <laughs> I promise not to unalive people for you, but I didn't promise to be a sitting duck for you. What are you talking about, Darby? Um, and T.A. says, take a seat, Steffi, with her weak Laura Croft performance and Sheila's faith. Wow. Okay. Mary says Sheila and Deacon get married and stay gone for a while. So, yeah, I mean, even I got to say, even though with the young and the restless, it was kind of dry. We spent almost two hours talking about that. <laughs> we did. Yeah. It, that was because that was the first thing Keisha was texting me earlier. She was like, I got to rewatch Young and the Restless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the last, like, month or so I've been having the toughest time paying attention <laughs> and I've, I've had to watch it multiple times because it's like I watched it today but I don't remember anything that happened <laughs> yeah it's just been revol- it's been the same storyline over and over again with Victor and these kids and Kyle and the Abbots so I mean yeah I agree with you um 
Keisha, get you some tea, girl. I know. I I will get off of this. (laughs) You don't have like post nasal drip or anything that's giving you that cough, Mm -hmm. do you? It's a straight up dry cough. Oh, that's got to be painful. It happens. It happens. Like when you first like come to Florida for like a couple of days, you get that that dry cough because there's so much heat and stuff in the air. Like I had to get used to it when I first moved out here. It's I'm used to it now. It it, you'll be after like a day or so, you'll be fine. I promise. (laughs) It's just when you. Oh, I was. Oh, go ahead. It's just part of being in the south. That's all. I was good the first week and then going into the second week I had to fly out to Georgia for two days and it was like the my the day I was coming back to Florida was the day I started feeling sick and I was sick for the rest of that week. <laughs> Sorry. So I wasn't even able to really do anything my last week there because I felt like my body was just in pain, oh, um, goodness. I had a fever one oh. night, and I it was just like it ruined my last week there. Oh, wow, I'm so sorry. I hope you feel better. So, are you feeling better? You just have the cough, yeah. I feel better now. It's okay. just this cough is lingering. That's good. I'm so sorry. Yeah, just maybe, you know, get you some ginger and lemon and honey and make you some tea and stuff like that. Um, I'm not, you know, I don't know about the cough syrups and stuff, but, um, you know, the natural stuff, you know, maybe try some some tea like that. Mm. Push a lot of fluids and water, especially. Get you some zinc. and um, I have to do that. I don't have any. Vitamin D and vitamin C and all that good stuff. All right, you guys. One thing that we forgot to, <clears throat> to, to Which talk is? about during bold. What? Did anybody else feel the the chemistry was better between the small interaction with Luna and Zenday <gasps> than with Luna and RJ? I forgot about my Zenday. As much as I talk about him being in the credits, we finally <laughs> seen. <laughs> yes, it was hot. I was like, okay. I, I'm excited to see Zenday just in general. And if if they bring back Bad Boy Zenday, I, I'll, I'll be here for it. I, I'll be really excited yeah. for it. I actually see them as a better match than her and RJ. Yep, me too. So you know that was a chem test. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I hope that they saw what we saw. Yeah. Well, a lot of people are writing different blog posts and articles about it. I did a video about it earlier this week. Um, and I've seen other people talk about it on social media. So they're probably getting good reviews over the interaction between Zenday and Luna. I think they're cute together. Me too. Me too. Now, where does that leave Paris and RJ? Because I don't see a connection or a Paris and RJ being a couple. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Me either. Uh, it it sucks because uh, you know obviously Luna was brought on for RJ initially, right? And literally two seconds in a scene with Zenday, and you forget all about RJ. Yeah. Right. Her. Yeah, and I think she was. She looked so cute with her hair pinned up and a little 
hair curls falling down the side and everything. I was like, look mm-hmm. at her. They got her made up real nice. Her dress was cute. Yeah, it was. Their shoes, the shoes Katie had on and the shoes that Luna had on. I know Katie was like, how come cute shoes got to hurt? I agree yeah. with that. Yes, exactly. And then oh, and then one more thing. Mm-hmm. If Erica's getting ready to pass away, do you guys think that there's going to be a last minute um, nuptials with him and Donna, or do you think I've heard He's some people gonna... talking about it. I don't know. I mean, they they might pull a Devon and Hillary, you know, mm-hmm. a, a deathbed wedding. I don't know. It's possible. I hope not. Because I'm, I'm curious. I hope not either. And I'm curious to see what Eric does with his shares um, in that company. It'll be some if he leave it to... To Don, if he left that to Donna, do you know the war Ridge would have with the Logans? Yeah, listen, Brooke was always Team Ridge. She'll definitely be Team Donna. Yeah, so I don't know. Hopefully, we keep Taylor on. She might actually have a chance. Twenty twenty four. Well, the question is, her contract is up in December, so I don't know. I I hope she resigns. Me too. You know, so please resign. Yep. All right, you guys. Huh? I was just saying, we're begging you. We begging. Please, please. We keep sweat begging. Please, please. please. All right, you guys. Um, Like I said, stay tuned for this week's full spoilers for the 6th through the 10th. Um, stay tuned for the fall, uh, I mean, for the November sweeps videos that'll be coming out as well. And otherwise, unless you got anything else, we're going to call it a night. Sounds good to me. All right. And feel better soon, Keisha. I'll check in with you throughout the week. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Bree, for coming on for Trish tonight, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was fun having fun with you guys. Thank you guys for having me on. Talk about these soaps. Hey, Keisha, are you available next week or you got something going on? Next week. I should be available next week. Okay, and I think Trish should be back too. She has some stuff going on this weekend. Sounds good. What'd you say to Bree? Bree? I said sounds good. All right, so we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye, Bye, guys. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong and we will welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. 
While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.